a little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Blog Talk Radio. I see the people You know I got the Jones for my own Rashida Can you put me on with the Nagarita?
Everybody that just loves to learn And another child grows up to be Somebody you just love to burn Mom loves the both of them You see it's in the blood Both kids are good and bound in the mud, it's a family affair. It's a family with this, even though I didn't intend to, 
it will basically lay the parameters down for where we're going tonight. If you got your significant other uh, with you, sit back and relax. Uh, kick your feet up. If you got something to sip on, do that. Uh, if you got something to puff on, do that. If you got something to sniff on, get your ass off the off the radio. We ain't dealing with that stuff, okay? We're going to leave that for Obama, Tyrone Biggums, and the Joe Biden family. family. Well, what do, what do you mean, Robert X? You may recall, I couldn't recall the name of the white boy, very prominent white boy, that in fact wrote the autobiography of Barack Obama. Well, coincidentally, just before coming on, I received this email from a very good friend of mine, and it basically lays out the book that I was talking about, okay, that I'm going to give you just a sneak preview of. And by the way, you can go to the Daily Mail. You can go to the Daily Mail to get the article, okay? Now, the name of the author is David Garrow. David Garrow, G-A-R-R-O-W. And I'm pulling the thing up right now. Uh, the title of the book, hold on, just bear with me here because this is, this is mind-blowing. So I want to thank the sister who sent it to me. Full of photographs talking about Barama's, uh, Barama's talking about Obama's uh, sexual relationships with white women. Uh, and one of them uh, he was dealing with while he was dealing with, while he was married to Michelle. Okay. Now, Dave Garrow also points to the picture that used to be all over the internet with him and the Pakistanis sitting there with their legs crossed on the sofa. Uh, we talked about that one. We didn't talk about the college professor that was a flaming homosexual, okay, uh, at the, one of the universities uh, where this slime ball attended, okay? So, Robert, why you got to be so hard on him? Because uh, he deserved every bit of it. He's a fake phony, okay? Uh, just like Biden. Uh, and many of the rest of the people. The name of the book is Rising Star by David Garrow. The Making of Barack Obama. Rising Star. Okay? Now I'm just going to give you, because they don't mention the little white boy that held the press conference before Obama became the president and was subsequently arrested if my memory serves me correct, don't quote me on this, but I think it was Bo Biden. Uh, I'm not sure that arrested this white boy for going to the national press club. And in fact, with all of his documentation, hotel receipts and whatever, he had it all there to this day. Nobody has disavowed him. All right. And he pointed out 
that he had had sex and snorted cocaine with Barack Obama on numerous occasions. Not surprisingly, in this little excerpt from David Garrow's book, he talks about Obama snorting cocaine on a consistent basis with his white women, which I just find the whole thing quite interesting, right? Because we pointed out that uh, another white girl that was a part of his administration wrote the book as soon as they got out the White House, and she was talking about the fact that when they would go on excursions on Air Force One, uh, everybody on the plane had their own drug of choice. No problem. So Hunter Biden, I'm sure the Bidens felt right at home in the Obama administration because that's what it was. It was a big drug party. Right? And again, he deserves all of this because just like Joe Biden, the media created this fake persona of who this guy really was. Now, I haven't read the excerpt, so I don't know if they go into uh, the fact that Barack Obama was working for the CIA. But the little piece that I did read, I find it quite interesting that they mentioned that the first white girl that he was messing around with, she, in fact, worked for the intelligence community. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, let me read you a, a little piece of this, if I can, here. Let me see here. Uh, let me enlarge it. So that way. Okay. Okay, here we go. Uh, it's, you can get this article from the Daily Mail. And by the way, this article was was printed in 2017. Okay. I didn't go and deal with this article back then because I already knew most of this stuff. Okay. I didn't know the detail with the white women, but it didn't matter to me. I knew that he was a white man. That was my focus. And I knew that he was a closet homosexual. They say here, new biography of Barack Obama is laying bare his life since he was born and discloses his relationship before he married Michelle. Now, they mentioned that he had the the uh, relationship with one of the white women while he was married to Michelle. But what they didn't mention was the fact that he was having sex with the little white boy in the hotel rooms while he was married to Michelle. Because I told you. If you see photographs of Michelle before she became uh, uh, his wife, she was as homely as they come, okay? You know that dog in the neighborhood that's always roaming around, everybody figured that the dog belonged to somebody, but don't nobody know who he is? That was Michelle Obama before she was married. That's, that's kind of harsh, ain't it? There's nothing more harsh than what they did to black people and other people all around this planet as they went on bombing excursions all over the damn place. Him and Joe Biden, right? Because guess what, family? Now we got information that says that uh, the Bidens may in fact be an intelligence family, that they're CIA connected. How about that? Let me go back to the article says here, 
rising star, the making of Barack Obama by Pulitzer Prize winner David J. Garrow, is published on May the 9th. It reveals Obama was long-term lover of Genevieve Cook, an Australian-born graduate who was three years his senior. She reveals they had sex on their first date and that the 22-year-old, who was then a journalist on a financial trade magazine, was earthy and passionate. She also reveals his use of cocaine at age 22 and 23, far later than he himself has spoken of in his own memoir. The book reveals he proposed twice to another white girlfriend, Sheila Myoski, a Jaeger, who is now an Oberlin College, Ohio professor. He cheated on Michelle going back to Jaeger, who now says, quote, I always felt bad, unquote although he may have cheated on Jager too, with an Hispanic single mom. The white girlfriends were made into a composite character in Dreams from My Father. And Jager says Obama's own memoir is inaccurate. And he considered a gay affair while at Oberlin College, where his mentor was an openly homosexual professor who Obama called a wonderful guy. The sex secrets of the young Barack Obama have been revealed in an authoritative new biography of the ex-president. Obama slept with his girlfriend Genevieve Cook on their first date before she wrote him a poem about their F dot 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 I N dot 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 I N G and calling their sex passionate. The book about the former president reveals they also did cocaine together. And after they split, she slept with his best friend. Obama also considered a gay relationship while at college, twice proposed to another white girlfriend and cheated on Michelle with his ex during their first year of their relationship. His past is revealed in a 1,078-page biography, Rising Star, The Making of Barack Obama, to be published on May the 9th. Obama, a new Columbia graduate, uh, by the way, Columbia College is nothing more than an intelligence way station where uh, intelligence agents in waiting go until they get their next assignment. I'm not saying everybody there, but I know several people who are CIA operatives, okay, or agents, and that's the school that they went to. They say Obama, a new Columbia graduate who is working for a firm that prepared financial reports at the time, made dinner for Cook at his apartment in Manhattan two weeks after meeting her at a New Year's Eve party and handing her his phone number. They say, it was the start of a relationship, which is one of a series revealed in Rising Star. Passionate sex. Guinevere Cook was an Australian-born 22-year-old who was Obama's first college lover. The two took drugs together and slept together on their first date. Older woman Genevieve Cook was three years the senior of Obama and a daily pot smoker living with her mother and stepfather in their Park Avenue apartment. 
in New, at New York, Obama was a graduate of Columbia working for a financial reports firm when he and Cook were lovers. I remember dealing with this stuff, and I can't remember the name of that firm, but uh, or what was the name of the newspaper out of Boston? They did an extensive series on Barack Obama. There was basically a cover-up thing, but sometimes you have to read all these different papers uh, to get little bits and pieces from each one because all of them will reveal something a little different. And that's how I found out that that firm that he was working for was one of those uh, intelligence-connected firms, just like the one that he and Michelle worked with here in Chicago called Sidley Austin, the international law firm. Okay? Now, they say, drug link. Obama would party with three friends, including Sahal Siddiqui, with whom he would do cocaine. Siddiqui Hassan Chando and Imad Hassan took lots of cocaine, the new biography of Obama says. The biography is the most comprehensive work ever on Obama and the first to be published since he left office. It was written after exhaustive research by Pulitzer Prize winning biographer David Garrow and also reveals how he asked another woman to marry him and continued a relationship with her while dating Michelle before she became his wife. Cook was 25 when she met uh, Obama, who was 22 at New Year's Eve in 1983. Let me, let me go on. Blah, 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 Barack Obama considered pursuing a homosexual. Oh, they're going to say this. Former President Obama was yesterday pictured with wife Michelle at a community event at the South Shore Cultural Center in Chicago. President Obama considered pursuing a homosexual. Revealed, Barack Obama two-time uh, Michelle Obama with a white dot, 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 dot. Barack Obama gives first look at plans for the presidential dot, 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 dot. Uh, anyway, we know here in Chicago that he had several relationships at a, a Jeremiah Wright's church, which is one of these prominent middle-class black churches, uh, where it seems like he was going through the choir. A couple of those guys ended up dead uh, just before he became president. And one of the guys, Mama, said she didn't uh, have any doubts that Barack Obama was probably responsible for the death of her, her son or her daughter, depending on how you want to look at it. Okay, uh, so David Garrow, you need to go do some more work since you're going to delve into his sex life this extensively. Why are you leaving out all these homosexual relationships that this guy had? That's beside the white boy. Okay, he got lucky enough to survive his, but as soon as he got through with that press conference, they arrested him for no reason. Okay, that's why Obama was so comfortable living in white world. You understand, family? That's why I can't stand that bastard. Okay? Now, I won't even go uh, that much farther. You can pull up the article and check it out yourself. But what it what it points to is the degenerate nature of the body politic in this country. The body politic in this country uh, is either lesbian or homosexual. 
That is the body politic. It's filthy. Okay? And one of the, uh, is, this is just my own opinion. One of the reasons they really don't like Donald Trump is because Trump like Yang. Okay? And I, I can remember the last president that was in that office. Well, Clinton, yeah, but the well, Clinton was a rapist. Okay? He just felt like because he had a political spot, he could just take his. All right? But before him, old man Bush had the cowboy thing going on. Reagan and his uh, homosexual affairs go back to when he was the governor of California with Ed Meese. Okay? And I forget the little white girl that when she was getting ready to bust them out, um, she ended up dead. But what you need to know is Reagan's best friend was Earl Flynn. And, of course, Earl Flynn was a well-known Hollywood pedophile. All right? So he wasn't no ordinary swashbuckler. Okay? Now, before Earl Flynn, it was White Shoe and, uh, well, no, it was Jimmy Carter. I don't know what the hell Jimmy Carter was. We just gonna put him over to the side, all right? I don't think nobody know what he what he was. Uh, Cause did Jimmy Carter ever have any children? I don't think so. Before him, it was Tricky Dick, and everybody always wondered about Tricky Dick. Tricky Dick come from the era of the White Shoe Boys, and the White Shoe Boys were the Ivy League people who were known to, to be both straight and gay, depending on the circumstances. That's why they wore the white shoes. Okay? Some of y'all might see them in the old movies. They was the white shoes with the thick black stripe going down the side. Okay? So they call them the white shoe boys, the Ivy Leaguers. Uh, before that, before Nixon, it was... Uh, who was there before Nixon? Oh, who can forget? Lyndon Johnson. And, of course, he was too busy killing folk, uh, you know, connected with his mafia friends and uh, running dope to care about anything else that was going on. All right? And, of course, he had his women on the side, but I ain't mad at him for that. Then before that, it was another degenerate, uh, Name uh, John F. Kennedy, who was uh, chasing after every woman that came near. And, of course, the media created this mythological Camelot nonsense, right? Now, I'm going to stop right there because I'm not going to just go, you know, deal with every single president's sex life. But suffice it to say, uh, if you go and look at the history of damn near all of them, I would say at least two-thirds of them were in the closet. Okay, so now let's get to the form. And I don't think Bev has got back yet. She probably laughing like hell. <laughs> Look, family, uh, as Bev played at the opening of the program, the title of this form is All in the Family. Now, I need to touch on something from last night. 
because it's going to uh, further add to that article that we just dealt with there dealing with Barack Obama and his history or some of his history. Now, last night we dealt with this article from National Public Radio where there was a call by a representative named uh, Gosar to defund National Public Radio. And I said he should defund PBS. Okay, and the title of that article was It's Time to Defund NPR. GOP representative slams NPR for refusing to cover the Hunter Biden, I'm sorry, the Tyrone Biggum's laptop bombshell. And that article was from Zero Head. Okay. Well, let me do this. Let me let me go straight to that because I was going to mention, but I, I'll hold on to that. I was going to mention something that happened just before we came on tonight, but I, I'll just hold on to that. Now, in that article, uh, which was very skimpy and is not like Zero Heads to do such a skimpy article, and we pointed out uh, that the article basically – uh, basically gave credibility to what we had been talking about for quite some time in terms of media that we think we can trust, but is in fact part of the problem. And PBS and National Public Radio, two among them in terms of media, that's really a problem. So they said that they basically wasn't going to waste their time by printing that story, Right. I thought that was quite interesting. I thought that was extremely interesting. Uh, one of the other things, if I can find it here, wait, I need the article. Where you at, article? Come on. Uh, where you at? Ah, here's the article I really want. Let me put that one on the side for a minute. May come back to that later. Recall last night that we dealt with this article entitled Man Who Researched Killing Joe Biden Arrested After Cop Finds Van Full of Guns, Ammo, and Explosives. That article as well was from Zero Head. Okay, matter of fact, one of the brothers that called in last night pointed out that he lived near this area called a Canopolis uh, in North Carolina where this 19-year-old guy, right, was found with a abandoned van, an abandoned van, and he was arrested. And when they looked inside the van, they found an AR-15, handguns, ammunition, explosives, night goggles, uh, and rifle parts at a Fifth Third Bank's parking lot. <laughs> you can't make this up, family. You just can't make it up. Now, I thought that that was quite interesting. So I had a little bit of time left over from doing what I normally do today. So I decided to just take another peek at that because I felt like there was something missing. So today, 
I went and looked, and I found this article. It's entitled, Defund NPR. Now, you see how the first article that I dealt with, it's time to defund NPR, and that was based on them refusing to put the article dealing with Tyrone Biggums and the Biden family, right? Then we get man who researched killing Joe Biden arrested after cops find van full of guns, ammo, and explosives. 19 years old, okay? So here we are again, according to pjmedia.com, this article combines the two. Defund NPR, man plots to kill Biden. NPR omits from the story that he was a Bernie brother, a Bernie bro, with books on Islam. So now we got two uh, separate stories, both meeting up at Stop Funding NPR because it's a propaganda organ. Here's what the article says. Again, this is from pjmedia.com. says, we don't really need yet another reason to defund NPR, but here's a new one anyway. It was reported on Friday that Alexander Treisman, a 19-year-old from North Carolina, was arrested when police investigating a report that his van was abandoned, looked into the van's windows, and saw an array of items, an AR-15, the box for a handgun, a canister of explosive material, and a box of ammunition, according to a court document. Police say they towed and searched the van, check this family, finding more than $500,000 in cash. This a 19-year-old. $500,000 in cash, drawings of swastikas, and planes crashing into buildings, books on survival and bomb making, and a half dozen firearms. Not surprisingly, for one of the flagships of the hard left propaganda machine, NPR left a few significant details out of this report. The Daily Beast, which is, again, far left wing, of all people, fills in the blanks, reporting that Treisman's van contained books about survival, bomb-making, Improvised weapons and Islam. The books on survival and bomb making made NPR's report, but not the book on Islam. NPR seems to be following what has by now become standard establishment media practice minimize or whitewash or ignore outright any aspect of a news story that might make people think ill of the left's favorite religion, Islam. No, Islam ain't their favorite religion. They are using Islam to fight against the white people in this country. That's what they brought them here for. An orange man smelled it out. Okay. 
That's why he wanted to look into the background of these people before he brought them here. And then, of course, they do what they normally do, because this is Old Testament's favorite pastime. Pit your enemy against your friend that against your other enemy that think they're your friend. So they don't look favorably on other white people no more than they do Muslims. And if they can get them to fight each other, that's why they're importing them all over Europe. For the same reason. To have a standing army to fight against the white people. I'm talking a battle-tested, head-chopping army. Okay? And they were going to do the same thing here. That's also why they brought some more head-choppers, right, Uh, called MS-13. Just so you know, family, they say NPR also didn't see fit to note that Tressman who has not yet been charged for plotting against Biden, but was charged early in October with possessing 1,248 videos and 6,721 images of child pornography. Y'all see a pattern here? Uh, Anyway, they say he is not the right-wing extremist that many Twitter leftists have assumed and hoped that he was. The first comment on the Huffington Post article, which is another one of them fake media sources that I told y'all about. Uh, The first comment on the Huffington Post article is, quote, another Trump-loving incel complete with swastikas to boot. He bought the full MAGA package, apparently, at the White House gift shop, unquote. Another added, quote, the president is an inspiration to the next generation of domestic terrorists, ready to defend white supremacy to the death. Nice work there, Trumpers, unquote. But in reality, Tressman is not a Trumper, but one of the left, a supporter of Bernie Sanders. Sound familiar, family? Does this sound like them guys that was down there in Michigan? Who they tried to say was a right-wing extremist. Then we we look at the photographs and stuff and listen to some of the stuff that they were talking about. And in fact, they were radicals. Antifa, complete with Antifa flags and stuff uh, in the background. But the media couldn't see that big-ass flag in the background. So they just labeled them supporters of the orange. Sound familiar, family? Well, guess what? When you go down in Texas and look at one of the last major shootings when the white boy went in the church and shot that up, guess what? Left-wing radical. Okay? Now, here's the deal. This is just my opinion based on my research into how they program these people. This young 19-year-old white boy with $500,000 in an abandoned van who in the hell puts a half a million dollars in an abandoned van? He got a half a million. Why is he in an abandoned van? And if he's in an abandoned van with a half a million dollars, 
Why does he have all these weapons in this van? If it's abandoned, when the police just look through the windows and they see all these guns. They weren't through with his programming. That's the point. He was being programmed, okay, to set him up to do some bang, bang, shoot him up. And then they was going to automatically say right-wing extremist. Y'all think I'm kidding? I hope I can find this quick little article that I'm just going to mention here because it's not a part of the program. <clears throat> everything I do is a part of the program. Yeah, everybody know. I'm sure the family knows that they tried to connect uh, QAnon, right? Uh, uh, to anything that happens in terms of so-called right-wing shooters, because we know the boy that the security guard in Denver that pulled out the gun and just shot the guy in Denver at a support the police rally, right? Well, now we find out that he was definitely connected to News 9, okay? And that there are people now who are saying News 9 was part of the plot to go out and create confusion so that they would basically be manufacturing stories. And that certain people, the instigator of that whole thing down there, he always seemed to be be with this News 9 reporter. Okay? Wherever they went out on something, there he was in his job because they got him on film because News 9 is always filming this stuff, trying to get somebody to respond to him, this white boy, calling another white boy's nigger and all this kind of stuff. Kind of like the guy that got his head blowed off in Minnesota. Early in the day, he all on camera calling people niggas. White boy. Okay? They use the so-called N-word more than we do. Unbelievable. Okay? Here's the title of the article, family, which is why I mentioned it. How QAnon uses satanic rhetoric to set up a narrative of good versus evil. Okay? And the same thing goes for, uh, uh, what's the name of the group? This is where I need Bev. Uh, I'm here. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, what's the name of that group? That they try to make it to white supremacists that's got a black Cuban as the, the leader of it? The Lost Boys. That, that's not the, it's, it's that something boys, one. but it's not, it's, it's not Lost oh, Boys. It's not Lost Boys? Okay. Well, what is that? Hmm. You closer than me, Bev. I got the Beastie Boys <laughs> in my head. <laughs> I know it's some boys. Yeah. <laughs> so you closer to me But anyway They tried to uh, implicate them uh, In some right wing foolishness And they've been able to do it Because they got too many black members Okay The Proud Boys Oh that's what it is You see okay. that, yeah. That's why they tried to set up Orange Man Okay Doing the debate when that 
that little Old Testament uh, zero, Chris Wallace, uh, immediately mentions the Proud Boys and uh, the dead man that corpse, uh, Joe Biden, immediately jumps in, the Proud, proud Boys, because they were trying to set up Orange Man because they're going to create some fake violence and blame it on the Proud Boys. That's what they do. Because all of that stuff is being run by the intelligence community. There's another one called the Boogaloo. I told you, Boogaloo comes straight out this intelligence community. That entire thing is nothing but an intelligence operation. Calling themselves Boogaloo Boys. Okay? What, what nonsense. But that's what they do. And then you'll find black folks just getting caught up. Okay, because we don't know. Let's go on to this article. Now you can see this guy, Treisman, got a half a million dollars there in cash, 19 years old, and he ain't no rapper. (laughs) Okay, only 19-year-olds I know running around with a half million dollars in their cars is rappers. Right. Because they stupid enough to do that kind of stuff. Okay, so it's obvious that they basically winding this guy up and they just didn't wind him up tight enough before they let him go. So NPR don't mention any of this. Right, because they got to protect the intelligence assets, because as I told you, uh, the former head of the Voice of America, which is an intelligence operation that ran all over Europe and other countries to spit out U.S. propaganda, end up taking over at National Public Radio. And from that point on, uh, this is in the 90s. Uh, I couldn't so listen to it anymore. So they, Go ahead, the, so they took over all the media. Looks like that's what they did. You talking about the intelligence community? Yeah, the fake, the fake. Well, they all. Uh, yeah, well, they already, they always did, but they didn't have all of it. Mm. See, you might recall, Bev, early on, about ten years ago, we was talking about Fox News, and I did the research in the Fox News, and mm-hmm. I was surprised to find out that the entire model of Fox News, according to the guy that helped build it, whose name escapes me, but he was very prominent in the Republican Party, uh, was based on an intelligence model, including the building. Okay. Okay? So that's the origin of Fox News. Uh, but I wanted to put that out there to kind of show you, family, what we really in the middle of here, and this goes back to what I said earlier tonight, Sister Bear, to now there are people who are making claims that the Bidens are CIA assets. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now, they're also very nasty people, but so is the CIA. None of this pedophile stuff could be taking place and the CIA ain't busting nobody. FBI ain't busting nobody. Nobody. Until Orange Man come along. Then all of a sudden, these people start getting busted. 
and one of the ring leaders, which I thought was quite interesting, Chief Ranieri from the Nexium cult today. Notice now, family, that Bronfman girl, uh, I think it was either Sarah, Sarah Bronfman, she got eight years. She was financing the whole damn thing and recruiting the women. And we, we had yeah, that Rock- in our archives because we uh, did talked about them Brockman sisters. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks, Brother West. That was Roger Ailes. Roger Ailes who set up Fox. Yes, it was set up on an intelligence model. Mm. Okay. Now, uh, but they gave Kiefer near 120 years today, just before we came on. They gave he get 120 years. Okay. Go ahead, Bill. Okay, that's the guy from Nexium, Keith. Yeah. Okay. He gets 120 years, but the financier and the recruiter. The Brockman girl, along with mm-hmm. uh, the Saltzman girl who sits on the board of Nexium, and she also sits on the board of the Clinton Foundation. Y'all see some connections here? Mm-hmm. And it's always children involved. Y'all see some connections here? So here we got this crazy young boy, Trisman. He in a van with a thousand and some photographs of children. Okay? And I'm telling you, he was a wind-up toy. But he wasn't wound all the way up. So now watch this now. Let's go back a little bit further. And you might recall, family, uh, Chaz, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Raz from Chaz. Y'all remember that little uh, takeover two blocks, the homosexual neighborhood down there in uh, Seattle? They called it Chaz or Chop. And then they created this fake warlord, black guy, right? Look like, uh, uh, what's the brother from? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's his name, family? Mm-hmm. You talking about the Wu Tang Gang? You ain't talking about Wu-Tang. no, and not Wu Tang Clan. Buster Rhymes. Oh, this Buster dude Rhymes. Raz look like. A carbon copy of Buster Rhymes. Mm. Okay, his real name, check this out, family. His real name is Solomon Samuel Simone. A.K.A. Raz. Okay. Then they find out, look, check this, this is on the Gateway Pundit from June uh, of this year. We dealt with this when it happened. I had to go back because I'm seeing some connections here with some very, very interesting stuff. The title of the article is Case of Raz from Chaz, BLM Warlord, owns multiple guns, including an Uzi. He owns a Tesla, a BMW, and Jaguar XJ. And he owns millions in properties and is supported by the Dubai government. Mm. Dubai? Now, yeah, oh yeah. If you go to the, you pull up the article in the Gateway Pundit, you get, it's so, it's, I don't know how they were able to get all these photographs. 
You will never see this on CNN. Okay? And before I dealt with the article, I waited to see if somebody was going to try to discredit it. Nobody ever did. Here's what the article said. Uh, He's the proclaimed warlord of Chaz, the multi-block area located in Seattle. Laz hates America but owns multiple guns, luxury automobiles, and millions in real estate. Now, does that not mirror a 19-year-old with a half a million dollars in an abandoned van full of guns? Let's keep going. They say the leader of Chaz, Warlord Raz Simone, was previously identified running guns in the newly formed country in the center of Seattle. Today we have more on Raz thanks to the work of Yakub Applebaum. Raz, the warlord, doesn't only run guns, he owns guns. Raz owns a couple of handguns, which were somehow restored through a special intervention after a conviction. Meaning somebody in a very uh, prominent stepped in and spoke on his behalf. So they can make sure that he was allowed to carry guns. Hmm. How does that happen? Anyway, they say Raz also owns six semi-automatic rifles, including the AR-15 and AK-47 and Uzi. He has armor-piercing bullets for these guns as well. Hmm. What if you can get them into a neighborhood gun shop? Armor-piercing bullets. Hmm. Raz somehow received a grant for $82,000 from the city of Seattle to open his own studio in a building he purchased with another loan. And remember, family, we subsequently found out that he was a movie star. He made a movie where he was part of a gang rape of a white girl. It was a hip-hop movie. Hmm. They go on to say Raz owns uh, multiple luxury cars, including a Tesla, BMW, and a Jaguar XJ. He also owns prime real estate and rental properties. He owns the Raz fashion line. Well, you got to have a clothing line. He owns the Aurora Smoke Shop, a social club called The Spot, and the Black Umbrella Corporation. Hmm. I know about the Umbrella Corporation. It's appeared quite often in a, a number of movies. Hmm, a secret society. They said all this came from funding in Sweetheart Deal. Well, who in the hell is his sweetheart? Who is he sweethearting? Now we're coming to the real good part. See, that's the, that's the tantalize you, family. The most important part of this entire article is this piece right here. Raz's public relations team has done a lot of work to portray Raz as a gangster. Oliver Darcy from CNN has helped him in shaping his image. Now, what I want you to do, family, is pull up Oliver Darcy and take a look at his picture. 
Okay. Oh, you came. I wish I could make this up, family. Because it was Oliver Darcy that got Alex Jones deplatformed when Alex Jones got in his face in Washington when Darcy was going to some of those congressional hearings having to do with censorship by the so-called social media barons. Okay? Pull up his picture, Oliver Darcy, and take a look at this clown. Well, how the hell does Oliver Darcy uh, get in contact or is connected to Raz from Chaz? And is responsible for helping him shape his image. Who in the hell is Oliver Darcy? Well, what have we been telling you about CNN and much of the other media? It's chalk to the brim with intelligence people telling you what's real and what's not. And me read that again because some of y'all may, may have missed it. Oliver Darcy from CNN has helped Chaz shape his image. Then they close by saying, finally and most importantly, Raz is connected to Islamists. He's involved in a manifesto. Oh, Washington State, the first black Muslim independent state. He also is being sponsored and has been hosted by the Dubai government. Raz's anti-white and anti-America rants are supported. He also has been spotted attending the Sheikh Zayed Mosque. Okay? What, they, what they're really saying is, man, we the CIA got people all over the damn place. You voted for one of them for president and thought that he was black. <laughs> not only was he not black, he was a closet homosexual who loved white women and apparently white men when he could get them. Let's keep going. Chinese group linked to leaking Hunter Biden's sex tapes says Biden's are CIA assets. Read that now. Again. That's the title. Chinese. Go ahead, Ben. No, go ahead. I'll just say read it again. Chinese group linked to leaking Hunter Biden's sex tapes. Y'all know I Tyrone Bigham's sex tape. Says Biden's are CIA assets. That's why they're able to get get away with what they get away with. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Jesse Jackson or Al Charlton. Now I'm looking at before you move on. I'm looking at this guy Dorsey, and he looked like he from. Dubai over there. He looked like a or Israel. Oh, or Israel. Is. Okay, okay. He don't look like a white boy, purely, does he? No, no, he's not. 
but he looks strange. Like he, if you take that suit off him, he'd be a classic pedophile. Okay. When Alex Jones was getting in his face, he pulled out his phone. I'm sitting there watching this stuff as it's happening. Mm-hmm. He pulled out his phone and called his bosses. And within an hour, Alex Jones was totally deplatformed. Mm. <clears throat> well, what does that mean? That means no PayPal, no GoFundMe. They even uh, began to monitor uh, no apps on his phone. You can't download certain apps. None of that. That's what they're doing to a lot of prominent people all over the Internet, uh, social media right now. Okay? I'm talking hundreds and hundreds. There are thousands of them now because they all support Orange Man. And Miss Polly got caught up in that. I think Brother Tutmos told me the X-22 report. They took them took them down, too. I mean, it's just so many of them. They're all prominent people who were part of the alternative media that was really giving people the lowdown on what was going on. And they don't need no reason because they're chosen. And that's why we say it and we try to warn people about getting caught up in social media. And this is for my people. If you still on YouTube, that means you ain't saying nothing of any substance. I'm just going to tell you like it is, family. Okay? Because if you have any influence on moving black people, man, you ain't nowhere to be seen on social media today. Unless you're moving them to the Democratic Party. That's why I warn people about this brother. What's it called? And not taking the stuff no more, or not taking this no more, or whatever it is. And he got a couple of hundred black people marching around with black tams and black boots, and they got nice little shiny guns, and their boots oh. and everything is nice and clean, and you know they look like a modern day version of the Panthers. Mm-hmm. And. He, Every other word come out of his mouth, he cussing, and we want to go to war with the white people. As soon as we get some bullets, we going to war. Who got the bullets? Where the ammo? <laughs> it's just, it's just absolutely amazing. I can't give it to you any other way, family, but how I see it. By the way. This article is from the National File. This is the weakest article I got, I got to admit. Okay? But just the headline itself says that maybe they're going to come with something else behind this one. I'm going to give it to you straight, family. Now, they they say, China's GTV, which is where you'll find the Joe Biden, I'm sorry, the Tyrone Bigham sex tape with his niece. That's his niece. In the video. Let me tell you who that is, family. That's his brother, Bo's wife's daughter. Remember I told you yesterday 
he left his wife and started dealing with Bo's wife when Bo died or was killed or died rather uh, with the brain cancer. He left his wife and went to her. What a what a what a nice family. Right? Then he start he start screwing Bo's hole. Sound like Bozo, don't it? Anyway. <laughs> he started screwing Bo's hole and Bo's daughter. Okay? And he's so bold with it that he laying there in the bed smoking crack with this fourteen year old, his niece. While she basically massaging him with her feet, massaging his Johnson with her feet, she gullible. Fourteen year old, fourteen year old ain't gullible. So you can find that on China's GTV. Okay, now. The article, you want to say something there? Uh-uh, no. Okay. The article says China's GTV has released another video alleging that the Bidens were blackmailed and bribed into acts that directly acted in the worst interests of the United States. Frames at the end of a video allege that not only were the Bidens compromised by the communist Chinese, they were part of China's territorial moves in the South China Sea. They say a, a, a following frame in the film declares that Joe Biden is 100% controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. But the most serious claim centers on the exposing of CIA assets. A 2017 report by the New York Times reported the disappearances of 18 to 20 CIA sources from 2010 to 2012. I remember when that was happening. There was a lot of talk about CIA assets being uh, disappeared in China during that time. Okay? And what they're saying is it was the Bidens who were compromised by the Chinese who basically gave them up. Okay, they say investigators didn't know whether it was a mole at the CIA or if the Chinese were able to hack into a CIA database. Okay, now they're saying it was the Biden. They say it is this incident in which the last frame of GTV GTV's video alludes. It reads, quote as well as Biden's provision of large numbers of CIA intelligence agents in China to the Chinese Communist Party. Now, I told you, that was the weakest one to me. There's no direct. They want you to read between the lines. Okay? But everything else that we read before that is direct. Okay? Now, could the Biden be compromised? Of course, we talking a, a filthy family. You're just not aware how filthy they really are at this point. Okay? But they are super filthy. Now, I need to do this. 
I need to go back because if you see, they're all in the family. I need to go back to that article where I stopped off last night and dealing with the people who are responsible, the boosters, okay, who are responsible for the prodigal son, uh, Tyrone Biggums. And remember, the title of this article was Joe Biden's Boosters Wrote His Prodigal Son's Entire Resume. And it's from Real Clear Investigations. Before we get to some of the other stuff, okay? Because uh, now all kind of stuff is coming out, okay? And as I said, it's going stuff going to come out on a daily basis, right? Oh, before I go there, let, let me go. Let me go here let me, before I get to that article. Let me see here. Yeah, let me let me go here. Since I miss I mentioned a little girl, let me give you the information where you can go and get it for yourself. Because don't nobody want to mention that this is his niece his brother's daughter and that he was screwing his brother's wife, left his own wife. Maybe we can uh, copy some of this stuff, Bev, and send Michelle Obama a packet so she can make a follow-up video to that bull crap that she was trying to feed people uh, a couple of weeks ago. She already know it because she part her and her husband is part of it. They all wait, are wait the same the- umbrella. Wait till the family read the other part of that article that I started the program with, talking about Obama uh, having sex with one of the white girls that he asked to marry. Apparently, every white girl that he slept with, he wanted to marry him. Mm. Now, I, I can't speak for the white boys, but I'm sure they, if they poked him good enough, because uh, I'm sure he's a catcher. He just strike me as one that'd like to have his ass in the air. Okay? The way he wiggles I'm sorry, when he walks. Absolutely. And he always hold him hands up like he walking down some stairs, you know, like athletes do, right? When they uh, uh, run in the bases or something, they had a wrist out because they had a hands out in front of them. Just a normal, a normal walk. But he would do it all the time, and I think that's because of residue. Or is it residue to? Mm. Anyway. Yeah, a- absolutely, Bear. Uh, just another fake pony. Let's go here. Because we need to show you that this ain't just his niece, right? I mentioned uh, uh, Joe Biden's daughter. And you might ask yourself, well, damn, how come nobody ever mentions his daughter? We know he got one. Right? Where's she at? Well, here she is. We got her. Ashley Biden diary reveals child sex trauma, drug abuse, resentment for Joe. Ashley Biden diary reveals child sex trauma drug abuse, and resentment for Joe. This is according to a whistleblower who got a hold of her diary 
while she in rehab. Y'all seeing a pattern here? I, I look, we look. Let's take up a collection because we got to send Michelle Obama a packet of this stuff so she can make a correction and stop making herself look like a goddamn fool. Excuse my language, family. But that's what she looks like. This too is from the National File. Here's what they say: A whistleblower has identified the 2019 diary of Ashley Blazer Biden the 39-year-old daughter of Joe Biden. The diary was started while the author was in drug rehab, a drug rehab facility in Florida and details her romantic interests, crumbling marriage, struggle with drug and sex addiction, and family life as her father began to run for president. Now, this is Ashley. I know y'all think, well, damn, ain't that Tyrone Biggles? Of course. It's the whole family. Okay? They say, the National File can now publish the full 112-page diary our whistleblower has identified as belonging to Ashley Biden. The whistleblower was concerned that a media organization that employs him would not publish the materials before the presidential election. They say the whistleblower also has a recording of Ashley Biden admitting the diary is hers and employed a handwriting expert who verified that the pages were all written by Ashley. In the recording, the whistleblower adds that his media organization chose not to release the documents after receiving pressure from a competing outlet. National File reported revelations from the diary, including the fact that the author, Ashley, believes she was sexually molested as a child and shared inappropriate showers with her father. There were months of entries detailing the author's struggles with drug abuse. The entries that details the author's crumbling marriage with multiple affairs. The entries showing the family's fears of a potential scandal due to her brother's new home. And those that show a deep resentment for her father due to his money, control, and emotional manipulation. Now, family, I was nowhere near the Biden family in Delaware. Okay? Wait a minute. Sister Bear, didn't George Washington cross a body of water there? That's what they say. Well, I'm going to go on record, okay? If the Bidens were anywhere near, he's probably trying to get the hell away from them. That's why he crossed the Delaware. What a filthy, nasty, slimy family. 
if that's what you want to call it. The whole damn family is full of pedophiles, sex addicts, and drug addicts. Those that are still alive. How about that, family? Maybe we can give uh, what's the little fat guy that, that, that got his little program? Uh, that just leaves records wherever he goes. Our friend there. Is he white or black? Uh, he's supposed Martin. to be black. <clears throat> Martin. Huh? You're talking about Martin. You're talking about Martin. Uh, Who Roland is Martin? Martin? Roland Martin. Roll, thank you, Bear. See, you are you you automatically knew what I was talking about. <laughs> Maybe we should send him a package too. You think he can read? Oh, he really need a package. Yeah, he maybe we can send him a package. He can't handle the truth because he's part of it too. I don't think there's any question about it, Bear. And don't think for one moment, family, that they don't know about this stuff. They may not know yeah. all of what we know, but they know enough to know that the bands are as dirty as a bag of doo doo. Just nasty, period. Don't think they don't know. I think it's it's a, it's a lot of them up there that's nasty. We looking at Absolutely. Biden because he because he running for president, but dude, it's a, it's quite a few of them up there that I can smell them from here. Bear, uh, Kamala got to where she is by being on her knees. Mm-hmm. You think that that stopped her? You think there's any level of embarrassment with these people? No, because she among everybody else that's doing the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Okay, they're doing everything in their path men, women, and small dogs. Okay? I put emphasis on the small dogs. That's why you don't see the, you know, before this, before uh, Orange Man, all of them had small dogs. Obama got him a small dog. And whenever the dog saw him coming, he ran. <laughs> I could I could hear the dog saying, Oh shit. Time to go. Bush had a small dog. And we know he brought his his college classmate to the White House. He brought his booty with him along with his wife. Just unbelievable. See, you know what this reminds me of? If you really want to understand, you can just put it in political terms, family. There was a movie with that uh, another degenerate, Kevin Spacey, called American Beauty. And if you haven't seen it, you need to, family. Because it dealt with suburban white boy, you know, uh, two-car garage, loving wife and children you know, with the picket fence and all this kind of stuff, but it was all a facade. It was all phony. 
American Beauty. You must see it. He running around trying to screw his daughter's girlfriend. Because he don't want to grow up and be an old-ass man. And unfortunately, we got 50-year-old children, Puff, Tyrone Biggums, calling, this is my child. That These people ain't children. These are grown-ass people. 50 years old running around here trying to act like you 13. It's just truly unbelievable. But these people are manufactured. They're manufactured. They're created. Because this is really all in the family. Let's go back to the people that manufactured Tyrone Biggums. And why he got to be the way that he is. And again, this article is entitled, Joe Biden's Boosters Wrote His Prodigal Son's Entire Resume. In other words, he never had a job because the only thing he got experience in is, is screwing his relatives and smoking crack. That's all he got experience in. When we left off last night, we was at the year 2005, okay? Because everything up to that point uh, is basically him being uh, the recipient of his daddy's name from banks to real estate companies to credit card companies. He, He don't have any experience in anything, but he given six figure salaries every step of the way. And in some one case he was given a million dollars. Okay? Remember the Chinese gave him five million interest free. By the way, that five million was supposed to go to the company that was run by uh oh, what's the guy I can't oh, I can't think of his name. Uh as a matter of fact, family. He was on with Tucker Carlson tonight, from what I understand, for the whole hour. Okay? The CEO of the company. And I don't watch no media, but damn if I ain't going back to watch that, because I want to know what he dropped. Okay? So I'm definitely going to watch that if I can find it tonight. Uh, But YouTube plays so many games, family, that they will censor the hell out of it. They censored that Chinese that came and uh, was on uh, uh, Tucker Carlson's program. They censored the hell out of that. YouTube took it down. Anyway, they say in 2005 when when Joe Biden was thinking about making another run at the White House, after a 1987 bid that ended up in plagiarism charges, his lobbyist son was looking for a new line of work, too. In early 2006, Wall Street executive and Biden family member Anthony Latito said Biden's younger brother, Jim, phoned him on behalf of the senator. He said Biden wanted his younger son, who he still called Honey, That was Tyrone Bigham's name, Honey. 
okay, to get out of the lobbying business to avoid allegations of conflict of interest that might dog Biden's presidential bid. Biden was concerned with the impact that Tyrone Biggins' lobbying activities might have on his expected campaign. And he asked his brother to seek Latito's assistance in finding employment for Tyrone in a non-lobbying capacity, according to a January 2007 complaint that Latito filed in New York State Court against Tyrone over alleged breach of contract in a related venture. They say Jim, uh, the brother, Joe Biden's brother, and Tyrone denied such a phone call took place as described. But guess what? The CEO of this company who had that press conference last week, he got him on phone on phone conversations on his BlackBerry. <laughs> and there's video of him, of Tyrone, being so concerned, right? And what he should have been concerned with was the fact that he was being recorded without knowing he was being recorded, family. Tutmost texted me earlier this evening and mentioned the recording. I'm surprised that he knew, but I shouldn't have been. Well, guess what, family? You are fortunate enough that I'm going to play Tyrone Biggums, right? That recording uh, from the National Pulse exclusive. Hunter Biden audio confesses partnership with China's spy chief. Joe Biden named as criminal case witness. Okay. Here's the video. See if I can cue it up here. I get calls from my father to tell me that the New York Times is calling, but my old partner, Eric, who literally has done me harm for I don't know how long, is the one taking the calls because my father will not stop sending calls to Eric. I have another New York Times reporter calling about my representation of the, literally, Dr. Patrick Coe, the fucking spy chief of China. We started a company that my partner, who was worth three hundred and twenty-three billion dollars, founded, and is now missing. The richest man in the world is missing. Who was my partner? He was the head of the Chinese version of the CIA. Okay, the richest man in the world. He disappeared. Let's go on. Since I last sold him in his $58 million apartment and signed a $4 billion deal to be for the fucking largest fucking LNG port in the world. And I am receiving calls from the Southern District of from the U.S. Attorney himself. My best friend in business, Kevin, has made me as a witness without telling me. He's talking about Devin Archer who's basically ratting him out and the Biden's out too. The media will not cover it, okay? And now, uh, uh, Bob Louie, that's what I was trying to think of earlier. 
Bob Louie did the program tonight for for the full hour with Tucker Carlson. So all of the people that were a part of this deal with Tyrone Bigham and Joe Biden are now turning on them. In a criminal case, in without telling me. You see, family? Now, I want you to put that within the context of Leslie Stahl sitting her wrinkled, ugly ass up there on so-called 60 Minutes, right? But she don't know none of this, and all this is in the public domain. They got access to stuff that I can never have. But when the orange man asked her, she went straight to Scooby-Doo mode. Oh, 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 oh. In the meantime, we got these Negroes running around here telling us that orange man bad. Let's keep going, family, because it gets even better, okay? So now, you can go and pull that video up anytime you get ready, family. And listen to it for yourself. All right? But this whole thing is coming apart at the seams. And the mainstream media can try to censor people all they want. One thing about that Internet, it is huge. It's bigger than the whole world. If you get my drift. Because there's so much stuff on there. And we're only talking about one little corner. It will be the equivalent of a grain of sand in the Sahara. Okay? But you can find it if you're looking for it. They say, in early 2006, Wall Street executive... Oh, I'm sorry. Let me go on. They say... Uh, what did I leave off here? They said Biden was concerned with the on? impact... I'm, I'm, the, uh, I'm on the article the dealing with... Yes. Joe Biden boost? Okay. Yes. They say Biden was concerned with the impact that Hunter's lobbying activities might have on his expected campaign. So, of course, uh, he asked his brother to go get Latito to find Tyrone Bigham some other employment so that it would impact on his run to be president. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Okay. Of course, uh, Tyrone Bigham is so scandalous. He ended up in court with Latito. <laughs> okay, because everybody that this guy hooks up with because he has no experience in nothing but smoking crack, right? And having sex with children. That's the extent of his experience. They say Latito told the court that he agreed to help Hunter as a favor to the senator who had served on the powerful banking committee. He figured the financial community might be a good starting place in which to seek out employment on Tyrone's behalf. The court, the court document state, but he quickly found that Wall Street had no interest in hiring Tyrone Biggums. So the Bidens has the scheme to buy a hedge fund, whereby Tyrone would then assume a senior executive position with the company. And Latito helped broker the deal. Despite having no Wall Street experience, 
Biden was appointed interim CEO and president of the Paradigm Investment Fund and given a $1.2 million salary, according to SEC filings. Latito joined the enterprise as a partner and agreed to help shepherd Tyrone Biggums, still in his mid-30s, through his new role in high finance. Quote, given Tyrone Biggums' inexperience in the securities industry, unquote, the complaint says, it was agreed that Latito would maintain an office at the new holding company, uh, at the new, new holding company's New York headquarters, in order to assist Tyrone in discharging his duties as president. So they create fake company, get his due $1.2 million annually. That's a lot of crap. And all the time, he ain't doing nothing. And of course, they're going to say this. After the venture failed, what else is it going to do? Latito sued the Bidens for fraud. The Bidens countersued and the two parties settled in 2008. What happened in 2008 with Joe Biden, Sister Bear? He became vice president. How about that? Mm-hmm. How about that? Because remember now, Barack Obama snorting cocaine like 40 going north to. That's why the early article I just got through dealing with in terms of the autobiography of Barack Obama was so important. So we got cokeheads all over the damn place. I guess things go better with it. And then he grinned in black folks' faces. So now from 2006 to 2009, we deal with Amtrak. They say during the same period, Tyrone was appointed vice chairman of the taxpayer-subsidized rail line thanks to the sponsorship of powerful Democratic Senator Harry Reid, a political ally of his father. Joe Biden, the, quote, senator from Amtrak, unquote, had a son from Amtrak, too. They say in a 2006 statement submitted to the Senate during his confirmation, Tyrone asserted that he was qualified for the Amtrak board because as a frequent commuter and Amtrak customer for over 30 years, I have literally logged thousands of miles on Amtrak. That's like saying, I use Trojans all the time. So now I'm an authority on the manufacturing of Trojans. Because he rode Amtrak, that makes him authority on the running of a rail line. And as you'll know, family, Amtrak for decades was on the verge of collapse. Now you know why. 
They say Amtrak has been a major supporter of Joe Biden, donating to both his Senate and presidential campaigns, and even naming a train station after him in Wilmington. In return, Biden has supported taxpayer subsidies for the government railroad throughout his political career. In his testimony, Tyrone denied that his Amtrak appointment pushed conflict of interest boundaries. No, it didn't push the boundary. It's in the middle of the damn thing. From 2009 to current, we deal with Rosemont Seneca Partners, LLC. They say Hunter co-founded the investment firm five months after his father moved into the White House and incorporated it in his father's home state of Delaware, which has strict corporate secrecy rules. In other words, it's the slimiest, dirtiest, crookedest little state in the in the country. Everybody and their mama go to Delaware to incorporate. It's like an offshore money laundering haven. Only it's domestic. Now, they go on to say, at the time, Obama had tapped Vice President Biden to oversee the recovery from the financial crisis. Three weeks after Rosemont was incorporated, Tyrone Biggums and his partners set up a subsidiary called Rosemont Cal, T-A-L-F, and got $24 million in loans from the federal program known as the Term Asset-Backed Securities Loan Facility, or TAF. TAF was designed to help bail out banks and auto lenders hit by the crisis. That bastard, I want to call him an MF. But I can't. That bastard got $24 million. How many rocks could that buy? They say within months, Rosemont had to secure a total of $130 million from the program. Some of the government cash was then funneled into an investment fund incorporated in the Cayman Islands. Such offshore accounts are commonly used to evade taxes. Come on, man. The move raised ethical flags with government watchdogs who suspected the bailout cash was used to benefit a well-connected insider. I mean... The more you read it, it's the angrier you get, family. Let's go from 2009 to 2012 to Eudora Global. They say on his resume, Tyrone Biggins listed himself as founder of yet another investment firm. But Eudora's Articles of Incorporation sure was actually set up by a major Biden donor, Jeffrey Cooper who put Tyrone Biggums on his board after his father became vice president. A self-described friend of the Biden family 
Cooper also happened to run one of the largest asbestos litigation firms in the country, Simmons Cooper LLC, and had courted Biden to make it easier to file asbestos lawsuits by defeating tort reform. As a leader on the Senate Judiciary Committee, Biden had blocked reform of its bestest litigation every time bills reached the Senate floor. Cooper's law firm, which directly lobbied the Delaware Senator's office to kill such bills, donated more than $200,000 to Biden's campaign over the years, as well as his Unite Our States PAC, FEC records show. In fact, Simmons Cooper was one of the Biden's biggest donors during his failed 2007 and 8 run for the presidency, pumping $53,000 into his campaign. The firm also put up $1 million in investment capital to help Tyrone buy out the Paradigm Hedge Fund as part of the arrangement brokered by another Biden family friend, Latito, to find non-lobbying work for Tyrone Biggums. Thanks in large part to Biden's efforts to kill bills, reigning in as best as trial lawyers, Simmons Cooper has hauled in more than $1 billion for the alleged asbestos victims. We halfway there, family. From 2009 to 2016, we got Boyce Schiller Flexner, LLP. Yes, if that name Boyce sounds familiar, that's the law firm that was asshole deep in giving money under the table and then representing all those people in the fake Trump-Russia nonsense. That's Hillary Clinton's law firm. My jaw's hurting, (laughs) Bev. I mean, you said a mouthful. You have said a lot. Bev, family, The media, the media is responsible for giving these people anything that looks like credibility. But I want you to understand that the media is the very definition of degeneracy. That's how come you don't know how many of them are at the closet and how many of them ain't. You only know about those that are at the closet. You don't know about those that ain't at the closet. Why do you think they don't want to deal with pedophilia? Ain't they trying to make it's, it it's, legal? Now you know why. Because the people that sitting there telling you what they call is news are the degenerates. They all marry each other's friends, and you know this this congressman is married to this newsman's uh, 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 ex-wife, and it's just nasty. Thank you, Bear. <laughs> and then we go around and quote these people. <laughs> 
okay? Like it's something good to eat. It's just, let, let me go on. When Joe Biden became vice president, Tyrone's landed a high-paying job, no-show job, landed a high-paying, no-show job at the New York-based law firm, a Democrat shop loan, a Democrat, a Democrat shop loan tied to the Clinton. Another major Biden donor, the firm gave him the title of counsel. Boyce Schilling Fletchner got fraud charges against Tyrone Biggins dismissed, then brought him aboard. Boyce Schiller brought Tyrone Biggins aboard in 2009 after the Bidens hired the firm to defend Tyrone against the charges that he defrauded partners in the Paradigm Investment Business. Yeah, because he smoked up all the damn profits. Boy Schiller managed to get the case dismissed in 2014, a corrupt Ukrainian oligarch who was under investigation and looking to repair his reputation to attract Western investors, started sending large payments to boys to support Tyrone for unspecified work. It's unclear what Tyrone did for the oligarchs who ran the gas giant Burisma, but $283,000 showed up at the same time his father was tapped by Obama to play a central role in overseeing the U.S. energy's policy in Ukraine. Y'all already know about all this stuff, so I'm going to bypass that section, okay? Of course, they're going to talk about him getting kicked out the Navy, all right, uh, while he was in his 40s. He went to the military in his 40s, family, okay, and got his ass kicked out because he tested positive for cocaine. And his daddy had so much juice that they closed by saying the reason for his discharge was withheld from the press for several months. It's just, let me go on, because I I need to finish this up. Let me skip ahead, because they go on to give extensive stuff on Burisma, but we already went through all that, so I don't have to go through that again. Now, 1,850 boxes sealed until after the election. They say Tyrone Biggins had no experience in the field, but he did have a notable connection to the vice president who publicly bragged about making clear to the Ukrainians that he alone controlled USA to the country, noted Jonathan Turley. Okay. Retired FBI official I.C. Smith who led public corruption investigations in Washington and Little Rock, Arkansas, where if you're going to find some corruption, the two biggest corrupt places that you probably want to go is Little Rock and D.C. Okay. Anyway, this retired FBI official, I.C. Smith, led a corruption investigation in those two uh, states. He said both father and son should have known that joining Burisma was a bad idea adding that it gives at least the appearance that he was leveraging his name for payoff from shady clients abroad. I.C. Smith, the ex-FBI official, said, quote, I would think that given Tyrone Biggins' past, that the father would have asked more questions, unquote. Quote, clearly he's led a troubled life 
and would be the sort of person susceptible to becoming engaged in this sort of rather sordid deal, Smith said of Tyrone Biggums. Quote, when he said his father asked if the deal was on the up and up and was assured it was, I would think, given Tyrone Biggums' past, the father would ask more questions, unquote. Tyrone acknowledged in an ABC News interview last year that he lacked experience in both energy and Ukraine, but maintained that Burisma was impressed by other things on his resume. In other words, if they read his resume, they found out that this bastard is one of the crookest son of a bitches that ever crawled up out of a hole. Because the doctor didn't, didn't get, his mama didn't give birth to him. He crawled out. I can just see him and his mama in the hospital with her legs in there getting ready to give birth to this bastard. And the doctors realized who they was give, who was getting ready to give birth and decided that they were so nasty, she they wouldn't stick their hands in her. They turned her ass well, right side up and, and let him fall out. Go ahead, Beth. Maybe he got messed up at, from being raised uh, by Joe Biden. Joe Biden might have corrupted him. You know, if you got a pedophile as a father, you don't know what was going on in that house. So he probably came out okay, but, you know, he had to experience all that. You got a point, Bear. I'm just not going to give it to him. Okay. You got a a real good point. I can't argue with it. I ain't giving him nothing. Because it was his daddy while his son is smoking up every crack rock he can kick up. Locking up black folks by the droves for smoking crack or dealing crack as opposed to powder cocaine. No, I ain't giving him nothing. Lock his ass up and lock his daddy up right next to him like I said yesterday. Go get Hillary and that rapist that she got, lock their ass up in the next cell, and then go get Obama and Michelle and see if they like, see if they can spend a few days behind bars. Remember, Bill Clinton's brother said his brother, Bill Clinton, had a nose like a Hoover vacuum. Guess what he was snorting, Bear? Cocaine. Bingo. I have seen pictures from the Arkansas Democrat Gazette of tables full of cocaine with Bill Clinton inviting high school girls to the governor's mansion having toga parties. I dealt with all this stuff back in the day. I'm talking pictures. Somebody was taking pictures. But they was working for the CIA doing Iran-Contra, and they was allowed to bring the cocaine into Arkansas, and they was locking up young black males in Arkansas like nobody's business, while it was the damn governor, Clinton, and his wife, and uh, the Rose Law Firm doing the money laundering, Tyson Chicken, uh, hand over glove along with it, the Arkansas Development Finance Authority being used as a money laundering apparatus. I can go on and on. I can go on and on with these people. And anybody that caught them end up dead. From little children 
to policemen. All in up dead. And them bastards would blow up a federal building to hide their criminal activity. Y'all know it as the Oklahoma City bombing. No, I ain't giving them nothing. Lock they ass up. Or better yet, how about this? Let's take that boy, Rainier, from Nexium Cult, and let's break his, since he's already about 60 years old. Ain't nowhere in the hell he's going to do 120. So let's just do like the Bidens did with their business deal. Let's just take that 120 and break it up into groups of 20 and give all them bastards 20 years apiece. Well, but these How about are, that? And, and like the government people, I mean, isn't this treason? Don't they put you in front of the SWAT, the, um, the firing squad and shoot you? What has Orange Man been calling, uh, been saying for the last three years? What word is he been using over and over? Was he using treason? Thank you, Bear. And what has happened to these people? I haven't seen nothing happen so far. And now you see why the media is covering for all of it. I got stories in me that I ain't never shared with the family from all the research that I was doing back in the eighties and the nineties. Sometimes it takes a particular circumstance to jog my memory, to remember some of this stuff. But what I'm talking about is only scratching the surface in terms of the stuff that these people have been engaged in. I, if I can go back and pull up some of them old cassette tapes, I still got them to this day. You be everybody that's listening to to us right now, be be angrier than you than me. <laughs> I'm not playing around when I say these people need to be in jail. And when you get to the highest levels, like Obama, and you see it, and then you don't try to correct it, you wallow in it. You wallow in it. Black folks get well, shot down like dogs, and you ain't open your damn mouth except to say, "You could have been my son." You bastard! Literally. Go ahead, Ben. Well, it, it just looked like the uh, deep state was so strong and powerful that people only had two choices: they was to get out of politics or joining. What is Orange Man like doing? Most joining. What is Orange Man doing? He he's fighting it. I'm talking about all these years of corruption that we've been no. dealing with. Every single every single one of these people had an option. They could have fought it too. They chose not to. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Lock day nasty asses up. Because they lock up damn near a million black men and women in the 90s. A million. 
And they a put million the, while they running they the put, drug thing. And they put the crack in the community and then locked That's them what up I'm talking about. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. But then they lessen the penalties for powder cocaine because that's what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Guess who authored that specific part of the bill? Guess who wrote it up? Oh, I know it wasn't Joe Biden. Bingo. <laughs> Look at his family. He's darting in and out of rehab. The son in and out of rehab, okay? He taking showers with his daughter. She big enough to know that that's wrong. That nasty little wife that he got now, the second wife, she enables him. And it's obvious. She claims to be a doctor. Okay? I'll bet you dollar to donuts. If you look at her hands, they're in the shape of grabbing a nutsack. Because that's what she's been doctoring on. And I wouldn't be surprised if Tyrone Biggins ain't banging her. That's all in the family. Boy, the song Glenn Miller played. Songs that hit the hip All in the family, Bear. Lock they ass up. If they don't, if this don't happen, all of us are in big, big trouble. Because this is emblematic of the elite that's running this country. You see, Bear, all the babies that come up missing, this is them. Years ago, Jesse Jackson used to come on this Negro radio station here, and I would always remind him that if it wasn't for the gangbangers at the top, you know, his buddies that he run with, uh, there wouldn't be no gangbangers at the bottom. The gangbangers at the bottom are merely imitating the gangbangers at the top. You see? And he would say, oh, uh, 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 oh you, you're, you're, you're very mean-spirited. Say, I'm mean-spirited. And I wanted to call him a son of, son of a bitch. And I would have been accurate because his mama was basically screwing the next door neighbor. You bastard. Oh, somebody in the chat room said, what about all the missing children on the, on the milk carton? And that's all propaganda. If they really told you how many children come up missing in this country every year, ain't enough milk cartons to put them all on. They go into the orphan and look, when the Clinton them came into office, they made it a a a um 
an industry of taking people's children away from them and people were never getting their children back. They still doing that stuff based on what the Clintons set up in the 90s to this day. So now if you don't do what the, the nanny state tell you, they come and take your children. If you don't take no vaccine, if you don't wear no mask, they come and take your children. You mark my words. You you just gotta not have, get your water turned off in your in your house. They gonna come and take your children. And they create the economic environment where you can't get a job to pay your bills. <laughs> and then when you're living on the street, they take your children and give them to them lesbians and homosexuals. It's all by design. Lock they stinky asses up. I hate to talk about it, Bear, because this is—I can normally control my anger and my oh, I, my cursing. When I talk about these people, that's why I told you I hate politics. So by default, politicians fit right within that genre. Because I—I've studied it with a passion for years, so I know what these people—they're the filthiest people on the planet. They got us worshiping them. And then they got the nerd to call them honorable. Suck my elbow. Ain't nothing honorable about them people. Nothing. And when one of them get out of line, they just create some stuff and get them out the way. I've seen them do it over and over. From Cynthia McKinney to Gus Savage, you name it. They just wait and bide their time, and they set them up and get them out the way. The good politicians. That's what this is. It's just, it's just filth. I can't even go no more with this because it's just so. Okay, we can uh, we can open the lines up because people want to talk. They want to. Well, how much so, time we got uh, left, Bill? You got fifty minutes left if you want to. Uh... Yeah, because yeah, I ain't. I mean, I. Let me let me see this. Let me let me see what I got here. Cause man, I got about eight more articles, <laughs> maybe nine. <laughs> okay, breaking text message show Vice President Biden and his wife colluded to suppress Tyrone Biggins' actions with a certain minor. Okay, this is the film, the video. All right. Let, let me put this one on the record. Go ahead. Okay. What, what, what was the name of that? This is the video? Oh, I've seen that. Uh, I've seen that. Go ahead. So the text messages show Vice President Biden and his wife colluded to suppress Tyrone Biggins' actions with a certain minor. See, I know I said that it was his niece earlier. But I want to put on the record the source, right, so that it's not just me talking. This is from the Gateway Pundit. And notice, family, if I had to go to the New York Times and the Washington Post to get any of this, we'd be like a lost ball in high grass. You ain't going to find it. That's why I deal with alternative media. Here's what they say. Questions and controversy continue today about 
Tyrone Biggums, your son. This is a a, a lawyer, a lawyer, uh, uh, a reporter talking to Joe Biden. There is no controversy. It's all a lie. It's a flat lie because the president has nothing else to run on. This is all propaganda. You hear him saying this over and over and over. Is the Biden family corrupt? Of course. Biden is the one who is lying. As leaked emails have revealed deep levels of corruption and homemade porn of his son smoking crack with prostitutes is all over the Internet. Tyrone Bigham sent the following text to a family friend where he shares that uh, someone is accusing him of being sexually inappropriate around their daughter. This is why Tyrone Bigham claims he's not allowed to be alone with that person. We're talking about his brother's daughter. He didn't screw the wife after he left his own wife, and now he's screwing the 14-year-old daughter. In another text message from Hunter to a family friend, Tyrone shares his mother, shares that his mother, Jill, propagates the claims that Tyrone is sexually inappropriate around children and Joe Biden is aware as well. In a text message sent to Tyrone Biggins from his uncle, Jim Biden, Jim shares that both he and Joe are upset with accusations of impropriety, but they don't believe them. Jim and Joe want to discuss with Tyrone so that they can get their story straight. Time to get the lies in a row. In an email to colleague and fellow board member Barisma, now felon Devin Archer, Tyrone Biggums explains how he is not allowed to be around a certain person without his father, Joe Biden, being there. They say a fifth text message shows Tyrone explaining to a certain person that her mom told Joe that she would call the police if Tyrone Biggins tried to see that person. This is niece. These texts paint a horrible picture. They got the text in the article, family, of what is going on behind the scenes in the Biden family. If a minor was involved, why did no one contact the police? Why was this hidden from the public? Was this because it would tarnish Joe's political image? It's just... Oh, this stuff is just so, it's just so good. Uh, Let me put this on the record, Bear, and then we can just take some calls. Because I know the family, oh, uh, again, family, you might want to check Tucker Carlson tonight. Because Baba Louie is going to be on there for the whole hour. Okay. Okay. you will bury everyone involved 
That's in quotes. Bobolinsky recorded Biden operatives begging him to stay quiet. Set to release Tuesday. This is what he's going to be talking about tonight. And they say in the article that he will play the tape on Tucker Carlson tonight. They say Baba Louie flipped on the Bidens following a Senate report which revealed that they received a $5 million interest-free loan from the now-bankrupt Chinese energy company. He was introduced to Joe Biden by Tyrone Biggins, and they had an hour-long meeting where they discussed the Biden's business plans with the Chinese, which he says Joe was plainly familiar, at least at a high level. While Joe is running around saying he didn't have no idea what his son was doing. I won't go no further with that one. Here's another one. Oh, by the way, that's from Zero Head. This one is from the New York Post. Hunter business partner confirms email. Details Joe Biden's push to make millions from China. That's from the New York Post. Here's another one. Hunter Biden email detailing alleged Chinese ties confirmed by source. That's New York Post. This is not a Russian hoax. Non-public information debunks letter from 50 former Intel officials. This is from Zero Head. Senate demands Hunter Biden turn over bank records, wire transfers, account balances, and travel records. Okay. Uh, they say as part of the ongoing efforts to validate and verify the information on these emails, the Senate uh, committee requested your client provide all records related to any of your client's business dealings with Joe Biden, James Biden, Yi Jimin, Chi uh, Ping Patrick Ho, Zhang Wing Mong, Gong Wen Dong, Mervyn Yang, Gabriel Popovicio, or any associates regarding CEFC China Energy Company Limited, or any other transaction related to business in Romania, China, Russia, Kazakhstan, Ukraine, the Czech Republic, or any other countries. Now, I know there's a rapper that made a song called Pimpin' All Over the World. And they made a song, Pimpin' Ain't Easy. Thank you, Bear. I was talking about ludicrous. Because that's what you got here with the Biden family. Okay? By the way, that's from Zero Head. Here's another one. Hunter Biden laptop linked to FBI money laundering investigation. Zero head. The Gateway Pundit confirmed FBI Chief Chris Ray hid information from the public, Congress, and the executive branch that absolved President Trump during impeachment. That's the Gateway Pundit. Okay. Then we got this one from the Epoch Times. China's elite capture strategy China's elite 
capture strategy and the Biden. And the last one is from the National Post. Exclusive. Hunter Biden audio confesses partnership with China's spy chief. Joe Biden named as criminal case witness. That's from the video that I, I mean, the audio that I played earlier. This is the article. Lock the criminal asses up. That's what needs to happen, family. Because while we say this is all in the family and this is a family affair, this is really criminality at the highest levels. And they figured if the Clintons could get away with it, with all of the criminal behavior they was engaged in, why not the Bidens? And if not the Bidens, why not the Maxine Waterses? Because she running around with mansions and shit, too. Why not the Nancy Pelosi's? They ain't even, they Why not the Diane Feinstein? They haven't even got to Nancy's son yet, what he's doing. You know what, Bev? Um, mm-hmm. Forget the son. Lock their okay. mamas and daddy's asses up. <laughs> forget the children. Because the children couldn't get nothing without their mamas and daddies. Let Hunter go because he's going to crack up, literally. Lock Joe Biden's ass up. Lock Hillary Clinton's ass up. Let Chelsea go, too. Because if she got to work for a living, she'll starve. She'll take care of herself with her ugly ass. Okay? And if... Orange man's children are feeding at the trough. Lock his ass up, too. Who's that big white boy in the Congress that's running the Senate that talks like this? He's from Kentucky. He's married to an Asian who her family got caught with a boatload of cocaine. What's his name? Uh, I'm looking right at him. Chat room, tell me his name, please. He's from Kentucky. Lock yeah. his ass up, too. When you get through locking his ass up, go get Lindsey Graham. Lindsey, lock <laughs> his ass up. Don't lock. If you lock Henry's ass up, you got to put him in solitary Let's confinement because he would love it. <laughs> yes, he would. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. Lock all Thank of their asses up. What's his name, Bill? His name is Mitch McConnell. Mitch Mc- Lock Mitch ass up. Lock them all up. They all a bunch of gangs. When you get through with them, let's make a sweep around the country. You can't miss New York, Illinois, and Michigan. You can start with the governors California. and the mayors. Each one Start with the governors and the mayor of each one of them states and work your way west. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lock all the asses up. I don't play no favors with this kind of stuff because you know who paying for it? Because I know what they're getting ready to drop on the people. They're getting ready to drop some heinous shit on the people. 
And they already did with the COVID-19. That's part of it. And now, man, do you know that this dyke in here in Chicago, the mayor, is running around talking about curfew at 10 o'clock? I know it. I know. And the governor is talking lockdown. You know what the business community told him? Mm-hmm. And outside of Chicago, bring come on with it. Because now it's us against, it's you against us. They told him, we are not locking our businesses down no more. You are not going to run us out of business. Because the name of the game is to bankrupt and remove the middle class. Yeah. So on, you got the rich and the damn poor so they can put everybody on welfare and be beholden to the damn government. That's the name of this so-called democratic socialist communist game that they plan on the behalf of the elites. Lock their asses up. Because guess who they talking about locking up in mass? Well, they anybody to like get that out of line. Time. Right. But this this is taking it to another level, Bear, because mm-hmm. of so called uh, coronavirus. You non compliant? They they already they got the camp set up. They got busted out in Canada. One of the members of the uh, political establishment, or several of them, in Canada, busted them out. That they are already in the process of putting uh, so-called detention facilities in place. Okay, for the people that don't follow their orders. Go ahead, Bill. Didn't Hitler have camps? It's the same people. Yeah, I know. They took the hot, the head honchos out of Germany and brought them here. They didn't all settle here. They went to Canada, too. And check this, man. Have you seen that old, the queen bitch? Have you seen her with a mask on her old ass? No, I haven't seen her. How about Bill Gates? Have you ever seen Bill Gates and that dude that's sitting next to him he called his wife? Have you seen any one of them bastards in a mask? No. Nope. Then why they running around talking about everybody else got to wear a man? Lock they ass up too. And don't make no key. When I say lock them up, I don't I mean don't let them out the sales. Lock them up somewhere where there ain't no key to the door. And let yeah, them, you can hear them bastards. I can hear them singing right now, babe, in they jail cell. Those were the days. Do you still have your song, that song available? No, I don't, babe. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I can literally hear them. All the Obamas, the Bidens, the Clintons, all these so-called royal people, Fauci, lock his ass up to cha-ching. Lock him up. Because if you don't lock them up, they're going to lock you up. Got to go, got to go. And with that, Sister Bear, we can let the family in because I know they got a lot to talk about. Okay, give out your information, Dr. X. And I appreciate the the, uh, the donations, family. I really do. Uh, you can contact me at MCC 
R-A-Y-R-9599 at yahoo.com. Lock they ass up. And the call in here number is 323-642-1586, 323-642-1586, and push the number one. And at the top of mm-hmm. the hour, we, we will be off of the Internet, but you still can hear us through the telephone for another hour. And look, Go ahead, Dr. X. And look, family, once we lock all them up, Go get Roland Martin, get him a job in the prison, okay? But don't let him out. Make him the turnkey in the prison. Or put his ass in the kitchen and make him cook. All right, Dr. X. And for those who want to donate, we do have a GoFundMe fund uh, to help Dr. X with his research, and it's uh, under Dr. Robert X. So we're going to open make, the lines Make Puff Daddy here. a jail guard. Okay. We're going to go Put, LeBron, to... put LeBron James in the guard <laughs> tower. 24-hour duty. Okay, I'm sorry, man. I'm opening the line up. Okay. <laughs> 719 439. Uh, I couldn't have been the first. I just barely pushed <laughs> one. <laughs> Did no, you? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm like five minutes. I was like, oh wow, number one. Okay. Hey, I'll roll. Better love, you. brother. Love. <laughs> so, brother. Uh, Auntie Beth, it's, it's all on point. Y'all got some good stuff going on, some fire last couple of days. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, sir. First and foremost, I just want to give a shout out to Donald Trump and the Trump administration. I think you're doing a hell of a good job. Uh, whether I'm a supporter or not, because I don't even plan on voting. I just think with the man doing business-wise and, you know, the fact that when we think about if we are going to hire or elect a president or CEO of a business for, you know, for example, United States Incorporated, we're going to try to find the best person to lead us into getting the bottom line, which is typically the profit. That's our interest. Um and I think that's where he does a damn good job. You know, he gets down to the yeah. business. And that's something I that agree. I can um, You know, I've been in business myself for 17 years. I can't complain about either administration, to be quite honest, because when Obama was there, I used the racism card up until so long. You know, so I'm being honest. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it worked for me in that era. But once I saw that it was a frivolous, empty argument, you know, <laughs> It worked for me to just lean on what I had been taught in the first place, self-reliance, and that's what Donald Trump talks about. So that wasn't even absolutely catch my ears. You know, because like, you know okay, what, LA, what self-reliance does is it builds the inner person within you. When you have to rely on somebody else, you become empty on the inside. You nothing but a shell. Yeah, you, you you're filled with a lot of grief, you know, and regret. Yes. Happens with uh, that type of, you know, uh, I, I'm not going to call it a behavior more than I would say it really has been programmed in us to be victims. Um, and it's that is correct. That we understand, and it's important that we understand no no information is more important than the information you can get directly from the source in your blood, in your family, your lineage. That's right. uh, no book. I don't care no how good the book is, how great the author is. It cannot trump that 
line of, you know, straight from the authors themselves or the participants within the stories. And let, you that's know, right. That, that's the only way you can see that happening. But, you know, here's some reasons why I want to say why I gave Donald Trump and the Trump administration uh, a shout out. I'm going to give one because I had, you know, I get a lot of pushback because of the things I talk about tend to have Trump attached to them. See, I'm not even promoting right. Trump. It's right. my business aspects of things that I promote that his name is always attached to. And I'm like, okay, now here's a guy, if he's trying to line his own pockets, he's doing a hell of a poor job. Thank you. Getting that done policy-wise. Because here's a man that's totally against signing into order, uh, amending, retracting, all kind of policies and regulations that kept many people out of work, particularly black people who yell racism. See, they don't yep. even recognize the deregulation part. The FDA is the worst people y'all can – if you trust that they can let your food – now think about this. I'm sorry I'm jumping like that. But think about this. They talk about wearing a mask, preventing or reducing the possibility of particulates falling within other people's mouth, okay, or breathing right. pattern. Now, this is stupid because I'm going to tell you why. I used to be a kill for a butcher back in 2003. I killed livestock, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the distribution of your food from that point to, to from the point we skinned it, beheaded it, cut it up, and put it on a, a, a package, to get to your, and I, I want to tell y'all this too: real meat is not red. That is so correct. If you ever got real red steaks and stuff? That's not real meat. That's a dye. I mean, that's not that's real right. color. That's a dye. <laughs> um, we used, I know about this stuff because I used to be a kill floor butcher here in Colorado Springs. Um, mm-hmm. But this is what I'm talking about. Stuff goes through various distribution channels. Now, how many people's hands, bodies, hairs, and everything else been fell? and been petrified within the body of freezing alone, okay? Yep. And you think about that one. But here's when I, I, I challenge the audience, and I, I, I put it out there to my own audience. Hey, man, why don't y'all check the insurance claims? What are they paying out? Exactly. There's a lot of death. And you got to you gotta put the coroner's office into this stuff. Because they're the ones who's got to write the cause of death or things leading right. up to the cause of death. So, you know, these are very important people that will be – matter of fact, they have a program called the Frontline Doctors. Have you had, heard about them, Dr. X? Yes, of course. Man. They've I been love censored to death. Been censored like crazy. These are real people who are saying, even based on – the protocols that we've been educated from academics to actual application goes against everything we've been taught. How will we even know? That's right. Do? That's right. They didn't told you know, the doctors what, that they can take that Hippocratic oath and stick it. That's exactly what they, they literally you. telling doctors to do harm to your patients. Exactly. But, you know, you got McDonald's being fought by their insurers saying we're not paying out for COVID-19 claims because first and foremost, their claims are bodily injury claims that you're saying based on the idea that they caught, they make, they got sick. They can't even tell you they got COVID-19. Now these are ongoing cases. You know, these are things people should go read about in the courts. This is McDonald's. So if McDonald's loses this case, this is really going to be a big thing going forward. 
If they lose their case against their, their employees, accusing them of protective, uh, personal protective equipment uh, negligence based on them being forced to wear masks all day, working right with no type of protocol administered by, let's talk about the real agency that should be speaking up. If it was really something going on like a word called epidemic, you would hear from somebody called OSHA. Yep. And yeah. most people tend to yeah. think that's work-related. OSHA is not only work-related. They're environmentally regulators. They issue FEMA, CDC, and everybody else the protocol. Right. So you ain't even seen these people yet, yet everybody's out here so sure what they're talking about. L.A., they said the flu has disappeared. That tells you all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, it's become COVID or oh, COVID. Bingo. That's really what it is. Oh, it's COVID-19. That's what the flu has become. But, hey, check this out, you know, because I know other people want to get on. Did you? Are you aware of the statistics of the clemency pardons between Barack Obama's administration and Donald Trump's? I heard those numbers, but I couldn't quote them. Okay, check this out real quick. Between 2010 and 2017, the Barack Obama administration received, oh, no, they had uh, 1,900 pending status uh, petitions, right? They received, Mm -hmm. or in this case, they closed within that number 11,355 petitions, okay? Mm-hmm. In essence, they only really gave out 4,000 pardons, and they wasn't even pardons. They were more so like probation or people who were already cleared by the prison bureau for home release. Basically, yeah, home for time. so much time. That all they got, only option they got now, they got to clear the bed, make room for a new guy. See, I've been to prison, right. so I can talk about this. Let me go home on house arrest or some type of home, you know, monitoring program. Yeah. That's how Donald, I mean, that's how uh, Barack Obama's administration got away with saying we pardoned or or, or gave clemency. They were letting right. people out that were already approved by the prison bureau system. So they literally did nothing. They did nothing. They, these people already approved for parole. Did you see the brother who had done 20 years for a drug offense? He was a former boxer. The last bout that he had was at Trump Towers. I I think it was in Missouri. I'm not sure exactly where yes. it was. Yes, I did. And guess who pardoned him? His petition came through the the... Obama administration, but only it got cleared through the Trump. Now, Absolutely. Obama, Obama them denied over four, let me see, they denied over uh, petitions and citations or clemency. Uh, in total, Obama them denied over 20,000 people. Trump, in his up-to-date, has denied uh, 40, <laughs> 82, 82. I swear to God, I'll send it to y'all if y'all want to see it. Unbelievable. And you know something? The hypocrisy, because these are all the crackheads and coke fiends, right? You would think that they would have a little bit more uh, gumption to let out the brothers that's been put in jail 
on drug offenses when all them got their whole damn families of drug addicts. Obama snorting cocaine on a daily basis. Uh, Clinton snorting got her nose like a Hoover vacuum cleaner. And the Bushes, the ones that's running the drug stuff into the country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just, you know, like I said, I got to get a I'm talking business. I ain't even talking politics. Oh, or you know what I'm saying? Race. I'm like, hey man, look, yeah. this is why this this dude look real attractive. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm looking out for my yes, own that we ain't even doing as this is you know something I know you you said it, Doctor X, that we don't have a block, and our block suffer. I mean, because we don't have a block, we have no agenda. Therefore. Yep. I don't understand. Myself had to come to this realization. No one is going to listen to people who consider themselves victims. When you ask, yep. you are you are prone to be under the subject of someone else. L.A., be able to tell you, ever since I've been on this program, I have tried to warn black people way before this stuff came out in the open. That the I do not align myself with this whole slavery narrative. You've heard me talk about it too. I do not yep. do it. My history didn't start in slavery. I'm not going to allow no white people or no black people to confine me to slavery as if somehow that defines me. It does not. It sure doesn't. So let me give out a few more credentials and I'm going to get off because I know the family ready to get at you. Um, yes, the, uh, you remember all the Atlanta teachers at the public school that got caught up in that little scam where they were taking food stamps in exchange, you know, supposedly, yeah. you know, these are all allegations. I don't know. Uh, he right. pretty much he pardoned most of them people involved in that because there were people who took deals to squeal on other people who actually wasn't ha- had no position of authority to even authorize the type of methods that were being used to uh, create the, you know, the scheme. So basically right. when they looked at these people's case, the Trump administration said these people just by default looking at their status wouldn't even have the ability to authorize what you're talking about. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, yeah. one thing I don't think people give Trump's people credit for, they do their damn homework. Now, I like people mm-hmm. like that. Okay. I'm all for it. You in business, brother. You know, if you don't take care of your books, what happened to your business? Man, things fall apart real quick. Believe me, it's a, it's, a, it's a house of cards, is what they call That's it. That's right. Um, check it out. For those that you know, if you're legally claiming yourself as indigenous, or I mean, you know, part of the tribes and stuff, you can go look right. at S two o nine. That's the Trump administration. Uh, the space for well, say that say that again. Wait a minute, slow down. You say S what? The S two o nine. Okay, S like in Sam. Sam, yes, ma'am. Says okay, Sam. Right. Two zero nine. Okay. And and you can find that on the WhiteHouse.gov. That that's stuff that they post mm-hmm. every day. What they're doing, you know, this is stuff that I say to people around me. I don't know why you keep saying what you're saying, and I can't get you to tell me what he ain't doing or what he is doing. Right. They can't tell you. They can't tell you. I do the same And I'm okay with it if you just don't like the guy. But, you know, I I don't like the attacks and, you know, being told that I'm anti something because I'm I'm a businessman first. I'm like, well, shouldn't that – ain't that what we're supposed to be doing first? Handling business in the public. I'm not supposed to be out there being I am at home. And I think we get those identities. Conflicting a lot 
Okay. So I, blame, I always you, blame it on the. You, I always blame it on the shepherd. If the sheep is somewhere they ain't supposed to be, that means the shepherd ain't on his job. Look yep. at the black leaders. Point the fingers at them. Thank you, family. Y'all have a good one. Appreciate you, L.A. Excellent comments, my brother. Better Better love. love. Okay, we're going to do 347-805. Miss Tutmo. Good evening, y'all. Peace, y'all. Peace. Better love. Better love, sir. Better love. Yeah, man. um, I watched some of those um, those, um, pornographic um, Tyrone Biggums tapes, man, and all. You know, that was just appalling, brother. Now, was, Ugly, that, his, man. was that his niece giving yeah. him a foot job? Yes, sir. Wow. Wow, man. Yeah. What can you say, brother? Um, and I also heard, the, did you hear the audio I sent you? Uh, I told you to look it up. The audio with him um, talking about him and his father knowing that they was dealing with a Chinese spy. That's, I played that earlier. Oh, okay, yeah. Y'all couldn't really hear it that clear perfect. Um Yeah. Closet you <clears throat> Warren Wilhelm Jr. Warren Wilhelm Jr. posing as a Catholic Italian, married to a black lesbian named Mayor Mike DeBlasio. You know, he yes. shut down traveling from New York City to forty one states a few hours ago. He says this will last last until after the holidays, so don't plan on traveling for the holidays. He put a quarantine quarantine list out. The only states we're allowed to travel to. Now, this was interesting. New Jersey, of course, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Vermont, Maine, New Hampshire, and Pennsylvania. So that's seven of the nine states we could go to. And how they leave out Rhode Island and Delaware, it's kind of like, how did you do that? But um, then the other two states is Washington and Oregon. And I said, wait a minute. So you telling me I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't go um, to uh, Rhode Island, which is right next to Connecticut. But I, right. I can go all the way. I can fly all the to way. To the other side of the country. To, to where the other where all the hell is breaking loose at? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where where you got um million people on the street protesting and no one sick. Um, yeah, the 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 only two places more liberal than New York. That's the only two places Absolutely. to travel. So, um, and you know why that is, Tut? That's because Antifa and Black Lives Matter may need reserves. <laughs> yeah, they need backup. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Um, yeah, send the mob over there. Um, yeah, lock them up. You talk about locking them up, man. Uh, in North Korea, That's right. in North Korea, citizens corrected of a po- political crime. They're they're sentenced to life imprisonment. Their parents and two generations of their offspring also serve life imprisonment as well. They call it three generations of punishment. So if I'm if I'm convicted of something, they go get my mother and father, then they go grab up my wife my my wife's mother and father, and my kids, and then my kids' kids all have to do that time in their um, prison. 
And um, so, in other words, the kids is in prison in a car seat. The babies take the babies and put them in that car seat and lock their ass up too. Well, man, they had a brother <laughs> on. They had this um, North Korean dude on CNN. He was 31 years old. He was born inside of the the uh, mine, prison mine, because you know they mine the prison. Wow. And he said, um, when he was a little baby, um, his mother wasn't even allowed to breastfeed him if she had to work. So, um, still, you know, he never grew a bond with his mother or his father. You know, by the time he was seven, eight, you know, he was, he had, he'll get beat if he didn't, you know, produce whatever they needed, mine, whatever. But this was the ill part. When he turned 31, this dude came in from China, came up in the prison. And he told him about barbecue ducks. He said, yo, he, the way he described the barbecue duck, you know, he never tasted duck before. And it tasted, right. sounded so good. So um, what he did was he told his mother and his brother was planning to escape. He went and told on his mother and his brother, for you, their escape plan, they were put to death because he told on them. He thought he, they were going to let him free because of that. Uh, what the the guard did was cut his finger off if he told. The guard wanted to take credit for it. So what he did was he escaped with the dude <laughs> so he could go get some barbecue duck, man. He made it all the way to That's America. That's ducked up, man. That's straight <laughs> ducked up, son. Yo, that was ducked <laughs> up, yeah. And when he escaped with the dude, they got to an electrical fence. He said he threw the dude on the electrical fence and climbed over him. <laughs> Yeah, what the duck? <laughs> WTD? Yeah, I'm gonna send you that interview, man. That's a classic. Um, <laughs> yeah, LeBron, please, brother. <laughs> LeBron James, man. The problem with what he's doing, as opposed to what Ali and others did in the past, you know, it's one thing to take a social stance, talk about social problems, or about particular policies that you don't like or want change like Ali. What LeBron is doing is he's taking a political stance and he's cloaking it as I'm taking a social position. But your social position is go out and vote for Biden. So that's not, you're not talking about fixing anything. You know, you're just saying, you know, you want us to go out and vote for someone, uh, which is totally wrong. You know what I'm saying? Now, what does it mean? Let me add something to what you're saying. Uh-huh. You can go and go to Bill Russell. Bill mm-hmm. Russell was a reader, a voracious reader. Go to Muhammad Ali. He come out the Nation of Islam. He had to read in order to advance to the next level. Take Luau Sindor at the time, okay? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar later. UCLA, damn near scholar. These brothers were learned in their own right. Now, take LeBron James. He read the cover of the books and never touch the insides of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you're dealing with a brother, but you, and what you said was true. Those brothers went to college, got educated, except for Ali, but, you know, like the Nation of Islam, that's like going to college back then. Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. LeBron, LeBron came from high school to the NBA, man. I don't even think he took his SATs, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, um, straight straight from high school to a $90 million sneaker contract. So his thing That's is right. he didn't have to read. What he, what he knows how to do 
is to do what they tell him to do because that's how he's gotten everything he's gotten. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, And everything that he does is based on his bottom line. Okay? He's not Mm -hmm. looking at the other people who he's damaging because of his bottom line. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, The killing of Ahmed Aubrey, which was terrible. They they ran the brother down in a pickup truck. Uh, Breonna Taylor, terrible. George Floyd, terrible. I don't get how the, the athletes is tying this into the president. When under Obama, we had Trayvon, Tamir Rice, Mike Brown, Riot, Freddie Gray, Riot, John Crawford, Sandra Bland. It was so many names. It was like it was impossible to even um, say. I couldn't even name them all. It was just name after name. That is correct. All of this now, all the social unjust, as they call it, and unrest and stuff, how is this the blame of the president all of a sudden? It wasn't Obama's fault. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's what what I said. I said if if they're going to holler and scream and raise hell about the four or five people none of which had anything to do with Orange Man, okay, then why can't we go and dig up people for eight years? Under, and you're only talking about the ones that got media attention. There were others that got absolutely no media attention. I was talking about the ones everyone should know when you hear the name. You should already know that. Exactly. Because uh-huh. it wasn't none of this. And even go a step further, Right, because um, you talked about this, and I had known the brother who was related to this sister. She was dealing with mental illness. She drove up to the White House, um, bumped into the gate, and then the Capitol Police went and chased her down. Um, yes. Shot up the car with the baby in the car. That with the baby, the baby in it. Yeah. That's right. And then all these Democratic um, Congress people stood up in the damn Capitol and clapped when they did that to that girl. That's right. Now, these are the same people out here talking about Black Lives Matter, wanting to put on a tent they cloth and take a knee, and all this stupid stuff they're doing now. You know what I'm saying? How people be forgetting just a few years ago what these people did. And it wasn't the Republicans. It was the Democrats. It was Pelosi and them that stood up and clapped for that. You know? That's right. Um, now, tonight, they was having the Hip Hop Awards, on TV, I didn't watch all of it. I caught a glimpse, and uh, up pops Kamala Harris. You know, a little pre-taped, pre-recorded tape, and she they, they, this she they gave her the segment to talk about uh, historically black colleges, and then she of course turned it into a little mini campaign speech. And what I noticed was every everything after that with the awards, it became you need to go out and vote for Biden. <laughs> It, it was, you know, Absolutely. right after that, it was, it was like the setup. You know what I mean? Um, right. It, and it wasn't, it wasn't vote for Biden. It was vote against Trump. You know, they don't even say vote for Biden because they don't know that don't fly. So it's just vote against Trump. Um, yeah. The last, the last thing I wanted to add, I just wanted to reiterate this because I said this last week. You know what I'm saying? Comprehensive Crime Control Act of 1984. This is all Biden. Three strikes, that's what came from this. You know, increased sentence time. Um, We became criminalized. Now they're trying to uncriminalize that. 
uh, Anti-Drug Abuse Act of 1986. This is your 100 to 1 crack to cocaine disparity, right? Which he tries to take credit for changing now. Now it's 18 to 1. <laughs> yep. <laughs> 18 to 1 now. They created the case. But he shuts it off, brother, by saying he just made a mistake. Exactly. Yeah, I, I messed up. Y'all all in jail. Y'all served on um, 30 years for two bags of crack. You know, it's okay. Yeah, they Absolutely. the kingpin king charges, which allows them to charge drug dealers like like they the mob, like on some Rico That's right. stuff. Then in 1988, they called that the Anti-Drug Abuse Act of 88. That's your mandatory minimum. That's when brothers would get. How much time you got, yo? I got five to twenty-five. How the hell did you get five to twenty-five? You know, so you in jail if you don't brush your teeth right. They add another year. You know, they got up to 25 to keep adding up to you, you know. That's right. The Crime, the Crime Control Act of 1990, this criminalized being um, not paying child support. They called it the Deadbeat Dad Act. And, right. Uh, they created all those drug-free and gun-free school zones, which is all through the black area. So now they could tack more time on to you, you know. And then the last thing, the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act of 1994, which is called the Clinton Crime Bill, and this is what mm-hmm. knocked down the projects in Chicago. This was part yep. of that bill. Knocked down the projects in North New Jersey and Jersey City and all over. This created the prison industrial complex. This gave the police all those military weapons you see. This created the yep. drug courts that railroad brothers, and this extended the, pr- the prison centers longer, right? And then as for Kamala Harris, she's the, D- the DA of San Francisco, it is seven percent black people, and fifty over fifty percent of the people she prosecutes is black. So these must be the most dangerous black people you ever seen in your life in San Francisco. You know what I'm saying? And I'm with my line, peace. Well, excellent, excellent comments, Thank my you. brother. And if people don't get that, I don't know what else there is to say. It's just no contest. Home. Better love, right. my brother. Hotel. Better love. Hotel. Okay, 404 453. 404. Family. You hear me? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. okay, uh, I hope y'all can hear me pretty good, but, uh, okay. I, I got some information to go with what you're talking about, man. Come on, brother. West. I got. I got an uh, article saying uh, why the president's Constitution oath and public duty demands executive action, executive in, uh, uh, election suspension. Okay, so every everything that uh, uh, that young man did on them computers. Okay, uh, I got the statute in the U.S. Code, the laws he broke, man. Count number one, eighteen U.S. Code. Two three eight five. That do something with uh with uh instruction of justice. Uh, Executive Trump immediately issue an order suspending uh twenty twenty election uh, uh uh against uh FBI criminal complaint with the U.S. Supreme Court uh, uh charging co-conspirators, the CIA, FBI, Democratic Party leaders, and complicit big tech companies. Violating that's that 18 code, U.S. code, 2 3. I got a code, uh, every law they done broke, man. 
And this one here got to do something with bankruptcy. That's count one. Okay? Then you go down mm-hmm. to uh, uh, count two. I got all this stuff, man. I, was, I sent it to Bell, to you, and uh, uh, and then it goes on uh, uh, count three. Uh, U.S. Code. Uh, let me see here. Uh, I got them all, man. U.S. Code for uh, 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 U.S. Code eighteen two thirty five, man. I got a whole. Just I got more numbers in the Chinese phone book, bro. And I can yes, send it sir. to you. Every damn state law he broke. Uh, eighteen code felony under uh, eight, uh, eighteen U.S. Code fifteen nineteen. Okay, that's damages to the president and every other concerned. American citizen and the nation, man. Obstructed the justice. I got it all, bro. Every count. I, I can bust it down, man. They got more counts than the fucking count Dracula, man. Okay? Did I you know what, Brother West? Yes, sir. Just your call, Tutmos's call, and L.A.'s LA. call, and yeah. just the stuff we laid out tonight. The four of us, they mm-hmm. if we could go, all four of us, and basically turn this whole thing, this whole fake uh, uh, Biden-Trump nonsense, we could turn it all upside down. Yes, sir. I got them all. There's another statute. Count three. 50 U.S. Code 842. Okay? That's uh, prescription with the Communist Party successors. All right? Hey, I went on Carl Nelson's show, man. I tried to break it down to him. You know what he told me? He say Hunter what? Biden ain't running for president, man. So he turned. He's supposed to be black media, man. No. That's, so I'm glad you didn't go remember, there, man. Remember when he asked me to come on his program? What did I tell him? Yeah. You told him that you you told him the right thing, man. Because that not. Hey, bro. I, he tell me I'm for Trump. I said, look, bro. I'm for the information, man. I don't have no dog in the fight, bro. I'm for the people. I'm doing what. I'm for the people sharing this information. I'm doing what the ancestor told me to do, bro. Okay? That's I'm right. The truth. That's what I'm doing, what the ancestor tell me to do, man. Bring it to the people. And then they they make up their mind who they want to vote for, man. Then I got uh, this enacted by the 94th Congress. 50 U.S.C. Code 34, 1631, and 1622 to tell the federal law formalizing the Emergency Powers Act of the President. Okay, he can see this act empowers the president to activate special powers during a crisis. Okay, I mean, they got, I got all the counts on their ass, man. Everything you read, I got the counts, man. I'm sitting to Joe Brown. I said, look here, Joe Brown, look here. I got the counts, man. I'm just like a lawyer. I can look this shit up, bro. Well, you know Another what, brother, count, West? 18 U.S. Code, 2383-5 by the CIA, FBI, and complicit Democratic Party. Including Hillary Clinton, which sub- subordinate officials knowingly advocated and abetted, advised the necessity, desirability, or the propriety of overthrowing the subdivision of the United States government, known as the executive branch. Okay, I got all and of that, man. And it can all be proven. Yes, sir. Every bit of it can hope. be proven. This from uh, Leonard Harwich, man. He was small hat, but uh, he, I mean, then he got U.S. Code uh, 18 again, 1508 by CIA, FBI, complicit Democratic Party officials, forbids tampering with 
or a retaliation agent against any other officer in the United States by threats of force, by endeavors. They got it for how they uh how they got uh, uh these groups out here uh uh creating uh messing up the, the domestic tranquility of the people and all that shit. They going back to Martin Luther King, M.K. Archer, and all that, bro. Okay? I got all the codes and laws that these people done broke, man. I, it's about 20, 30 counts, man. Okay? Well, you know something, if brother, I man. know what I know, Sam, huh? <clears throat> to me, it ain't about Orange, man, because I know no matter what they do, that dude is going to be the next president, no matter what they try to do. Here's my thing with all of it. I'm tired of criminals. Yeah. I mean, out and out killers. Yes, sir. I'm sick and tired of them. I know all the people they've been engaged in killing. Yeah. Dropping bombs on people everywhere. So that their friends can make money in the military industrial complex. Yes, sir, man. Can you look at the ones that make the law always the one that can break the law, they think, man. Of course. So, for me, this thing with Biden ain't nothing more than a stitching of the Clintons, the Bushes, and all the rest of them. Yes, sir, man. And this implicates all of them, man. The FBI, CIA, all the stuff they did to us with MK Ultra and all that, man. That's right. We got them, man. We got so, we, we get our people to wake up, man. Cause look here, I had a petition out, a couple of petitions, man. One for uh, everybody that had felons and misdemeanors after seven years to uh, 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 no no crime to get your record sealed. You know, I only got about right. four or five people to sign it, man. Then I had another petition I'm not surprised. about helping people get unemployment, man. I got about five people to sign that. But look at here, man. I saw a petition the other day, some stupid, uh, some stupid shit. To bring Charlie Brown back on TV, man, they got uh, uh, 47,000, 47,000, man, 789 uh, uh, signatures, man, to bring freaking Charlie Brown back on TV, man. Unbelievable. That, that's how people major in the BS, man. That shit made my eyes pop out of my head when I saw that, man. But we got the information, man. And I, every, it, I, I went to one black station called Nelson. You know if I go on your boy station, you know what he gonna say. The same thing. Of course. Man. Yep. But anyway, uh, uh, Orange Man got Have the right you... to suspend the election, man. If he wants to, he can shut it down. If he wants to, if he should have been done that before they start early vote, man. I'd have shut it down if I was him. Okay, I'm looking at uh, one... four, eight. 18, one thing... US code, 957. One thing I've learned and watch it. One thing I've taken away from this dude and watching how he moves, mm-hmm. everything this get this guy does is strategic. Everything yeah, that man. he does. Okay? Yeah, he, so I've learned yes, to sit back and watch him and the moves that he makes. And before they yes, know sir. it, they have, they have basically done set themselves up in the trap. Because he done yep. set stuff up for these people, man. I've watched him do it over and over. And they think they mm-hmm. got him. Right, and I'm when you read, look I'm up, they go ahead. Yes, I'm gonna read one more to y'all. In uh, 18 U.S. Code 953 by the uh, CIA, FBI, oh, and complicit Democratic parties officials involved in private correspondence with foreign governments, whereby citizens of the United States, Hunter and Joe Biden, 
without authority of the United States, directly or indirectly, the commerce or came to correspondence with, inter- with intercourse with a, any uh, any foreign government, i.e., China and Russia, or officer there. And they got them on sabotage and all this shit, man. You know what, Brother West? All they got to do is go around. They're so arrogant. All they got to do is go around and collect their laptops. That's enough to put them all in prison right there. That's all they got to do. I mean, this, this, they got them all. I, every count, everything you learn, I, I got to count for it, man. I can read it all. Count five, count 12, count. Hey, you know what I'm talking about, bro? Like they do, I think. Of course. course. Man. And I go way back with Leonard Hallward, way back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. But I, I sent the information to you and Bill, man, because I like to read okay. every damn count, man. But I mean, okay. I do like, I have to get my own show for this shit, Kim. But anyway, yeah. I know y'all, man. I let somebody else talk. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. One more thing. Your boy hiding Joe Biden mm-hmm. was in Atlanta today, man. Fooling yeah, you're right. Man. I meant to tell you, you were absolutely right. Somebody must have got the message to him because I went back and checked my sources earlier, and they were adamant that his people had put out that he was going to be, what do they call it? Uh, uh, doing, doing almost like a drive-by. No, no. He wasn't right. going anywhere. He was basically right, locking right, right. down his campaign. He wasn't going to do right. any campaigning. Right. But anyway, man, I love, I got the information on the ass. I like to be the one that reads these counts on the ass like they do me when I go to court, man. But anyway, <laughs> it's all good. Uh, it's all good. I love y'all, Sister Bev. I just had to put that information out there. I got it. Thank you. On the I got more counts than Count Dracula on the ass. I love y'all. <laughs> Thank you, Wes. <laughs> Better yeah. love. Better love. See you next week, my brother. Hotel. Let's go to 706 202. 706. Hotel, Sister Bev, and Hotel. 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 How y'all doing? Yes, sir. Tonight? Yes, sir. Good. Uh, it's been a good show, you know, and I listen to Brother L.A. and the other brother, and then Wes just dropped the charges. And and you, Brother X, you've been telling them what, what, where you want to put them at. Lock their asses up. That's for I mean, Malcolm lock, Martin, lock, the Black Panther Party, for the same well, people. Now, you heard about uh, Willie Wallace, the brother they just shot up there yesterday in, in Philadelphia. Yeah. Shot him yeah. ten times in Philadelphia. <clears throat> Significant because, you know, the full moon is coming, but Philadelphia yeah. is also the seat of the Liberty Bell and signing at the Constitution, mm-hmm. but it's also America's first prison was there on Walnut Street. That was where America's first prison was built. By the Quakers And the way they called it the penitentiary Is because of They would give you a candle and a bible And you had to do penance Now Uh 1984 Biden did the crime bill When did private prisons Come into a play Right around that same time Right around the same time Because the thing is The private prison When Trump was elected when Obama was going out because he was the only president has ever went into the federal prison. Only president has ever gone into a federal prison. 
And him going there, he saw what private prison industry. So he was going. He stopped the government. He was going to stop the government from using private prisons. When Trump won, he rescinded that order, and now the stock market went down on private prison because CCA and Wackenhut. And CCA was started by a former FBI agent out of Tennessee. Wackenhut was started by the president of Frederick of Hollywood. They got Straight into the private prison. Go ahead, Straight my brother. Go ahead. The private, and, and building the private prison industry is because the thing that I always say about AI, America is incarceration because they wrote in the 13th Amendment, neither slavery nor indentured servitude, except if you're duly convicted of a crime. All of those laws that, that West just wrote off of there goes with that 13th Amendment. But what mm-hmm. they're doing is they created an industry, so you're going to put them in their own place of, of, of Trump Towers because all of those private prisons, and when they were on stage talking about, well, who made the cages? He was telling Biden, you started the, the private prison industry. You built the cages. But this has been going on in this country. And where I stay at here in Georgia, and uh, Biden was just here. Milledgeville right. was the first prison in Georgia. So this industry of pen first it was it was slavery, then it went into peonage. And now it's the, the, the whole prison industrial complex what Angela Davis was talking about, because this is the new industry of trade. And this is what they're trading is is in human beings. This is why you saw so we have more people locked up than any other country in the world. Right. Two million point two million point five people are incarcerated in this country. And not to say the other and when the brother was talking about the family three generations lock up, because when you lock up a man or a woman, you lock up in the mind of that child, in the mind of that mother, that sister, that brother, that wife, they're locked up in prison with that person, but only thing is that they're on the outside. But right. their mind is in prison because they worried about what's happening to that person that's in their family, that's in that prison system. This system has been set up to where it's perpetuated, and what they've done is the stock market has went up 456% on the private prison industry because what they're looking at with the immigration laws and what they're doing with the borders is that they're locking them up and putting them in, and they're beginning to build new ones because when they do that, you got million-dollar zip codes right there in Chicago. Million-dollar yep. zip codes. That is correct. Because they know, and, and you go, you take that person out of Inglewood, you put them down there in Joliet, or you put them in a little small town outside of that. So that means that that 12 or 1,500 brothers is locked up down there in that prison they get tax dollars sent into that town instead of that money coming into Inglewood is going down into Hillbillywood. That is correct. And so no question about it. Is a, you're looking at an industry of still selling our people. And, and this is what you say, lock them up in a print. What? Hey, they, they when some of the federal prisons is like country clubs. If you yes, have minimum security for white collar crime, you in a they got bowling alleys, they got swimming pools. Do you know that the the they don't just press license plates? Your cap and gown that you wear on graduation, your per, 
person that graduates is made in the prison. Your underwear is made in That's what Victoria's Secret is. Victoria's <laughs> Secret is processed in a prison, put a label on when it comes out. Thing that really gets it is that you, Reagan said, it. he says, you got two things that we're going to do with this crime. You either entertain us in the arena or we will put you in the factory because the factories move off the street and into the prisons because basically you have what's called Unicor and the federal prison, which Theodore Roosevelt, Roosevelt signed it into the, the federal Unicor. They make billion-dollar industry. They make they got catalogs they make from A to Z, from, from bulletproof vests to wires for SCUD missiles. All of this is made inside of a federal penitentiary in which they teach the, the prisoners in learning a trade. They're laser cutting things now and making things with, in, inside these prisons. So the thing is, they even have a whole fire department that fought those fires in California that they trained. These that people fight fires, but when you come out of prison, you can't get on the fire department. Can't get the job. That's right. Well, I, I know you probably remember Kwame. You was probably here in Chicago back during them days when the governor, who was Jim Thompson, he understood right. that they were deindustrializing. So what did he do? Right. The white folks downstate who was losing their jobs, they hated rap they music. They wrote a rap song so that Jim Thompson could build the new prison downstate. And this, and do you know where they came up with the the the, the uh, prior, I mean the uh, maximum security there in Colorado? The yes, supermax. Marion Prison. The supermax came from Marion Prison when they had the riots there, and they put them on lockdown twenty three seven. And that, that is correct. the process of what became the SHU, which is a special housing unit where they lock you down 23 hours, seven days a week. You only get a half an hour to wash and then a half an hour to go into a cage with a ball and, and exercise. And you put back into a private cage, and they built it to where it's seven stories underground. This is where Jeff Ford, this is where, yep. you know, Alameen is at. All of the people yep. that would, would unify, this is where they house them at. It's you a know, brother, I, re- I remember back in the 80s talking about CCA and Wackenhut in particular and their connections to the uh, military-industrial now, complex and the intelligence community. Okay? Now, let me show I mean, you what, what, CCA, go ahead. what CCA did. When CCA was getting popular... South Africa was having, when, when they overthrew apartheid, South Africa mm-hmm. was talking about putting the the, the, crimin, the, black, the African criminals into prison. They fixed six cargo ships with cells that they anchored outside of, of, of South Africa and said, if we have prison. You, you don't have to put them in the ground. We can put them out on the ship, and they can't go nowhere. That's the same thing that they did with us in Congo and us across the country. Yes, sir. And so you you looking at an industry that is 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 on Wall Street now. It is the booming industry because what's now that, getting ready to happen with the people that don't get inoculated and and start rioting? Where do you go? Into the prison you, system. You know where we going? Yes. 
And so what we're talking about, we've got we've got all the information. And look, Trump is a businessman, but his business is 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 dealing with building prisons too. So is Biden. So all of them is guilty. But you're gonna send them to a place that they will make it to the comfort. They'll go to the best prison that that they can. That's federal. And and get they sentence commuted because the only way you're gonna get commuted sentences you have to be in a federal prison. You can't commute a state sentence. I don't think most of them people will survive two, three years even in a federal prison, man. Have you seen how some of them politicians oh. look when they come out the joint after two years in the joint? Yeah. Right. What's the one that they 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 uh the brother that his son was in the court, but they they, they trapped him with that little young girl in Chicago. And they busted him, and he wound up going to prison. I forget he was an alderman, a congressman. Mel Reynolds. Mel Reynolds. That's who it was. They they busted Reynolds. And the thing yeah. is, that, but even I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you something that 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 got me when I found out about it. We look at Stone Mountain. It's got the big Confederate emblem on there. The backside. If you drive around to the backside of Stone Mountain, it's all rock and thing laid over. The Daughters of the Confederates bought a piece of land, sold it to the federal government, and had them to blow up the back of Stone Mountain to build the Atlanta State, I mean, the Atlanta Federal Penitentiary. Wow. And they had every prisoner that was in a prison because the, the first, first private prison was San Quentin. And what they did is took every man that had life, 50 years to life, and they sent them to Atlanta to help build that prison. So the more things change, the more they stay the same. There you go, because that's why Why you think I say AI when they talk about AI? America's incarcerated. That's their business. Yep. I've tried to tell people that for many, many years, my brother. I've been talking. My my study has been from from right there at the Comedic Institute, right there on Oakland Wall. When I was with Jay Carruthers and Conrad Worrell and and Baba Hannibal Afric, I remember we yep. did the first white supremacy cop, and they told me your chart learned slavery to private prisons. I know dang everything about it because they were six slave trades before they even came off the continent. Wait a minute, my brother. Do you know Bob Brown still alive? He is. Bob Brown still alive, brother. Oh man, because when you when you were talking about Steve Coakley, man, that put me back. Cause me and, when Coakley came to Atlanta, we used to go over to Clark and Morehouse and, and do presentations back in the day. Cause mm-hmm. we did it up there in Chicago. Right. That's who I learned well, I'm from. A- overhead slides and and what was his famous word? Check. Check. Check everything that you, everything that you put on, everything you say, make sure you check it. That's right. I'm gonna make you a promise, my brother. If I'm still breathing this foul air uh, next summer, I'm coming down to Georgia because my brother lives in Stone you know Mountain. Okay, but you don't even do that because in June I go up to DeKalb every year because that's where my mother and my sisters and brothers live in DeKalb, Illinois. I used, they okay. used to live in Inglewood that she used to live right down the street from Harper. She stayed two doors away from Miss Ford, Jeff Ford's mother, because he used to come mm-hmm. here on the block on Wood Street, and they block off both ends of the street. And he'd come in with his Cadillac and get out and go in the house to see his mama. 
Interesting. And la- and, well, and, and so Larry they up there in corn corn country, huh? Yeah, but Larry Hoover, when I used to go on 64, I moved out of Wentworth Gardens and moved on 64 from Peoria. Larry Hoover, mm-hmm. DP, and Superman started the Devil's Disciple in St. Stephen's yep. Church, right? A Catholic church right there on on, on 64, 65th, 64th, and Peoria. Yep. That's where the Devil's Disciples began. With the black block hats. Right. Well, uh, well, Kwame, anyway, that's I'm all, Deb. I thank you. Time. Thank you. Thank you for that information. Thank you, Brother Kwame. You always take me back to some real, real good memories, my brother. I appreciate it. Better love. Hotel. Hotel. Yes. Let's go to 763-301. 763-301. Yes, greetings. Peace to you Greetings. Hotel, got it. Better love. Hotel. Better hotel. Love. Yes. I would like to know, with the brother that had all of the laws and the information, you know, it takes two people to bring a class action Mm -hmm. suit. And with him having those laws for all the corrupt politicians that have gotten away with murder, have gotten away with incest, have gotten away with so much, what would it yep. take for us as a people to bring these actions upon the corruption along with the write-ups to which you have given dialogue and information on? What would it take to bring action, or should we be worried about being wiped out? Because one person can't do this. It's got to be a lot of us and a group of us coming for these demons. I'm going to tell you what it's going to take, guys. What would it take? I'm going to tell you what it's going to take. All right? And and this is on both ends. It's going to take people with guts, even the attorneys, hmm. because the level of, of, of uh, scrutiny that they're going to turn up on you once you come at them, you got to have major, major Does guts. Does the human audience wish to respond? Yes, ma'am. Gotcha. We do. Hello. That's what it's gonna take. You're gonna have to. You're gonna find. You're gonna need attorneys that are willing to deal with that. It, they gotta have guts. Your you got to have guts to bring it to them, but then they got to have guts to do what's necessary to get it done. Hmm. Time is going to deal with that When it's the right time For those things to happen And I don't think we're very far from it Because you're going to have to have A certain number of politicians That are willing to do that Okay But aren't they all in this stuff That's what I was just getting ready to say You're going to have to have A political revolution To make it happen I'm not talking about this fake thing that we're in now. Okay? I'm talking about a real political revolution that removes all of them people across party lines. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. 
But I just haven't heard nobody mention what would it take for us as a people. Because we are. We, have to fight, uh, uh, we would have to fight our own to begin with. Because you see how we acting mm-hmm. now over this mega yeah. racist Joe Biden. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not into voting for either of them. I was told that, well, you just throwing your vote away, but I'm voting. And I'm not voting for two poisons. I would rather vote outside of that. Thank you, Goddess, because that's what people used to try to tell me, that you really aren't making a statement. I say, oh, yes, I am. Me, Thank me you. and the other me and the other over 50% of the people in this country that's fed up with it. And once it gets to a point where that 50% becomes 70%, that 30% ain't got a chance. The problem is that that 40% of the people that still support this insanity, they the problem. And now they have propagandized a lot of these young people, having them to think if they go out, go out there and pull that lever, that they're going to make some meaningful change. I have never seen it. Ever. I hear you. I hear you. Well, the only change I feel would be not to vote for the ass or the elephant, but go outside and around that crap because... It's like dealing with which poison would you like to take? Would one kill exactly. you faster? They both are going to kill you. So That's right. You're absolutely correct, goddess. That's my, that's my philosophy. If I don't mm-hmm. see anybody changing this system, and I've stated it quite clearly, the only one that I've seen making a tip to try to change this system is the orange man. I've seen no one else go inside the body politic and change this system in any meaningful way at all. But he's talking about uh, these police that's killing our people of, like, you know, applauding them. No, he's for law and order. That's right. He's He's for law and order. When, when, When the police have acted out of order... He has called it. He was one of the first people that spoke out about the police that put their neck on George Floyd before anything came out about George Floyd. Okay? So here's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to see. Okay, I see it. The remote control. Here's what I would suggest. I would suggest that a very smart group of black people that are oriented towards real uh, so-called criminal justice reform, because he's dealt with some of it in the prisons, but I think all of us would agree that the reform has to come down to the street level in terms of police behavior and the training. And I think that that dude is open-minded enough to help facilitate the reforming of the police departments. Because as I stated before, white people cannot police black people. True that. It can't be done. Period. And it's because of the history of policing and the slave patrols and all that nonsense 
with white people in this country. Mm-hmm. So the whole police, the system of policing has to be reorganized and their training has to become more localized to deal with the issues that really are affecting the people in a particular community. Okay? Israel cannot train police. That's a major problem. Mm. I'm still waiting to hear people call it out for what it is. I've yet to hear it to any degree. Well, some states have stopped the training from the Israel training. Some have. Well, it's about time, but it, the whole system yeah, needs right. to change. The whole system has that. Right. Yes, yes, and yes. And remember, because... Remember the uh, the politician from Baltimore who I, th- I think he's still alive. He takes a group of black people to Israel every year. Hmm. Why? Why is it this black politician, Clyburn, why isn't he calling the, the Israel out on their training of the police? And I think it needs yeah, to start or, with the fraternity of the police. They they the problem. Well, you can't too. deal with that system without dealing with that, okay? But right, that's where right. all of the things, an orange man needs to be called out on it. I've been saying this for four years. He needs to be called out on it. Period. I think he's open to Would he listen to the people that would bring such a situation to him of changing and doing things uh, whereas That's what he's been doing for four years. One thing we know, Goddess, is he is not opposed to sitting down and listen to the views of regular everyday people. People, if you make it sense. Thank you. He has shown he's because willing to sit the... down. That's more mm-hmm. than I can say of any politician that I know of that's occupied mm-hmm. that house in my lifetime. All right. And he has said because you with the prison system. The prison system. You know, they got a thing with the telephone company. They don't let you choose. They take it, and they charge you mega dollars for your loved ones to be in touch with them, to know that they are right or not. And they're, like you said, they have created a, a situation of private institutionalizing our people. But that's what the that's what Brother Kwame was talking about the last call. Yeah. See, there's so yeah, many nuances involved in the prison system that many of us never think of. Okay, mm-hmm. we never even think about these things. You got the mm-hmm. food industry, okay? Mm-hmm. Clothing industry. Oh, that's a it's an entire corporate structure. Yeah. The prison system. It's yeah. just like the school system. Okay, but we haven't been yeah, taught true. to view that system in this manner. Mm-hmm. You see, in policing and the so-called law, which takes us to the court system, all of this stuff is connected. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. 
See, and the judges have been saying, so corrupt historically that the police mm-hmm. know when they go in front of the judge, it don't matter what they come into the courtroom with. The judge is going to take their side. They side. That's I'm, right. So yes. you're talking all I the way down to the I've, I've lived it. And the other part of living that, it's like as a mother, my son just come home during five years on them um, setting him up. It doesn't take very much. I got a brother that did five. I got friends who's still in there, ain't never going to get out. Mm. Well, like got I caught said, up as a on mother, drug charges. They didn't mm. kill nobody. It's they got caught up drugs. on drug right, charges. Right, drugs. Yep, 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 yep. But it's as though they transformed me personally, perhaps other mothers. But it, it it was like living through slavery all over again. Yes. Because as you or Kwame mentioned, the situation is they don't only have your child or your husband or mate or whatever locked up. They had me locked up too. That's my child yes. that I brought into this world. And you going to take over his life and do the things that y'all do because they're not right. They, they'll never yes. be right. And then when they get out, they got to try to navigate in a system that already has categorized and stigmatized them because now they got felon on their name. Yes. Okay? Yes. So now you got to try and to maneuver around all that. So they got this whole thing, and they'll tell you in a minute. They already know that close to 90% of the people who have did a significant amount of time in the prison system are going to come back. Mm. So they already know it's like money in the bank. Mm. Well, I got another caller. Thank you, caller. All right. right. Thank you all. Peace. Excellent comments, goddess. Better love. Better love. Yes. Thank Thank you. And to you. Okay, let's go to eight three two five oh eight. Eight three two. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? Great. Hotel, Excellent. Yeah, better love. Uh you know, man, uh this whole election, man, it's just been a trip to me. I, I got a brother and I told him I've been telling this man about this show here that we own for four to five years. Okay, mm-hmm. now he's talking to me about Q and all the time. And I'm telling this nigga, I say, man, I didn't, I didn't put you on the show. They were talking about Q Anon two years ago. So mm-hmm. now some damn CNN and 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 NBC talking about Q Anon. The only thing come out of his mouth. I, I said to myself, I said, boy, you got to be the dumbest nigga I ever knew in my life. <laughs> I said, you got you, you, you got somebody right here. You you got somebody that done walked you to the damn to the source of the information with this show here. We years ahead of most things that's going on. Yeah. But you know, he, he don't want to hear it unless it's coming from them people, man. And I understand. Just, it, it just makes me so sick about our people, man. It's just it's like it's just like talking to nobody almost. You know, and then if you say anything about Biden, you automatically for Trump. You know what I'm saying? It's like wait a minute. I didn't even mention Trump. 
I'm telling right. you that the dude you you ready to vote for was mentored by the Dixie Crabs, Jim yep. Eastland, Stanson, Strom Thurmond. Yep. Uh, what was the other one down there? Uh, uh, in Georgia, what was his name? Uh, uh, <laughs> the crazy one, George Wallace. I know uh, who. George What's Wallace. What's his name, George Wallace? Oh, yeah, George Wallace. Yeah, these are his mentors. Yes. And, and and they just, when you show it to them, they look at it for a second, and they automatically just turn the subject to something else. They they move on. They, because it, it just they can't program. resonate with them. That, yeah, they, 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 they don't, it don't sink through that, hey, dude, you worried about, you know, you don't even have to vote, bro. I'm not telling you to vote for no Trump. You can do what you want to do, but understand what you're doing is basically voting for the same same crap our people already been through. You know, Jim Crow, get, you you talking about some of the same damn people all over again. It's going to get worse because of the technology. It's going to be far is. worse. And, and and I'm looking at that damn Fox Soul. Uh, Brother Tubmos was talking about uh, uh, yesterday. And and, and mm-hmm. I'm looking at Claudia Jordan, Vivica Fox, and this other one, Selena Johnson, and they attacking Ice Cube talking about, well, it ain't nothing in your plan for black women. What's up with black women? What about this? And he's like, well, wait a minute. Ain't black women black people? My plan is for black people. <laughs> they talking about, no, black women need something special. Man, look, black women need to shut up and sit down somewhere, most of them. Okay? They, all this fake A lot of my brothers... This is what I've been screaming for. Most black women that I come in contact with are very poorly informed. Very poorly informed. Oh, man. Look, look, look. And we'll tell you in a heartbeat, we the most educated. Most educated. That's what I just said. They're very poorly informed. You got fake hair, fake nails. You got a new car and you can't even afford lunch. That's why you're hanging out with me because you want a free meal. So how educated are you? <laughs> no, you know don't don't saying? take it there. I, I'm with well, you. I saying. understand what you're saying, but the facts are they're very poorly informed, very poorly. Of course they and are. all you got to do is listen to them in almost any venue. If Man. they don't come directly from an area of consciousness, they don't have a clue. Man, they they almost childlike. I, I see women now talking about they gamers and stuff. Like, since when did women play video games like young teenage boys? It's just it is a it's a different kind of world nowadays, man. Since but, the white but, uh, people told them that they are free and don't have to adhere to anything other than what white people have told them, and and you can take many of these so-called black corporate people, male and female, who wouldn't say nothing black, okay, until them white corporate heads tell them, all right, it's okay for you to be black now. That's right. I know you're talking about, too. <laughs> Bob Johnson, there's a lot of them. They could have been talking this black shit a long time ago. You didn't know? say a word. Now, now all of a sudden, now all of a sddenly everybody got a plan for reparations. Because the white folks but, uh, gave them permission. Oh yeah, but there there is a sister out there. I've been listening to her a lot online. Uh, her name is Dr. Eric Connor. She used to be a, a, a ambassador uh, uh, 
I guess, with one of the U.N. or somebody, I don't know, but apparently she got the boot for running her mouth to her people about what was really going on. And so she's on a on a war path right now. Her goal is to build a train line from West Africa to East Africa and build a city about every 200 miles and let that be the beginning of some type of continental uh, transportation system for, for Africa, building off, I guess, uh, highways and more train lines up to that up to that uh, system right there that they're trying to put in place. She's a pretty – she gives you the history of, of Europe and everything. She's a pretty bright sister, and she's very passionate. When I get a chance one day, I'll send you one of her videos, and you can check Please. her out. But uh, Say that again, brother. Please. Yeah, yeah. She, 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 she's pretty with it, man. And uh, it's good to see that uh, – that we got some people in Africa because one of the things that she's mad about with, with a lot of Africans is she was educated over here among black people over here. And she, right. she don't understand the, 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 the sleepiness that exists in Africa. You know, Africans think we racist black Americans. They actually say that online. You know, they, they well, tell us we racist and we need to keep this in our hoods over here and all of this. So now, but they don't have a problem with white people and they don't even realize they damn existence being as miserable as it is. Is due to white people. They don't even get it. They That's sleep. because they have been miseducated as well. Well, they, <laughs> I know they what you're to, talking they, about. They need, to snap, they need to snap out of it, brother. Because it, brother, uh, it's going to take a total revolution starting in our minds. That's where it uh, starts. I, 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 of going I've out there setting shit on fire. Is not productive and it ain't gonna change nothing. Yeah. Well, they they seem to have made their mind up that most of us are the enemy over here right now at this point in time in history. So I've been seeing it online. You know, as you, uh, I forgot to tell you, uh, YouTube they censored me today. They kicked me off. I'm suspended because I be making comments or I post articles and different things in the comment sections so people can read them. And so I guess. My political philosophies don't line up with what they want to see, so I got the boot for that, you know. I'm going to go back to Steve Oakley. That means you're on point. Oh, oh, yeah. I I mentioned that earlier. I said anybody on YouTube, anybody on YouTube that's still on there and ain't being censored, ain't saying nothing. Didn't I say that earlier, Ben? Yes, you did. I got the boot, so. You know, you in jail. Uh, too congratulations. Jail. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. It won't be the first time. Probably won't be the last. But you know, I'm in jail. That's where I'll stay. At least, at least I won't yes, be uh, voting for no Biden. I know that. <laughs> so, so y'all have a good night and better love, like y'all say. I'm just starting to get with better love, better love. Here we go. Yes, sir. Okay. Better love, my better brother. Love. We gotta have it. Gotta have it. Hotel. Thank you. Hotel. Okay, Dr. Robert X, I think that uh, we'll be able to go in a little early tonight. Actually, uh, let me leave you with this, Mr. Bear, before they uh, shuffle us out of here. Okay. I don't want anybody to ever misconstrue or not understand my love for black women, period. When you hear me making criticisms of the sisters, it's because I love them to death, and I wouldn't accept Anything short of that, okay? So my criticisms of the sisters 
are always going to be constructive. All right? And I ain't trying to make no excuses for anything that I say because I don't think it's necessary. I think everybody know where I'm coming from when it comes to the sisters. We need to remove ourselves from this situation where we have to define ourselves based on what's going on outside of us. I'm talking shoes, clothes, cars, and all of the nonsense, vanity. We need to remove ourselves from this whole vain environment because it's extremely destructive. And there's no more important force. And the the feminine energy that's bathed in this planet will bear witness to what I'm saying. There's no more important force that's going on with black people than black women. That's why you're the focus of the white people. They have thoroughly neutralized and in many cases feminized black men. The sisters that are of utmost importance in the year 2020. And with that, Sister Bear, I think yesterday's program and today's program have been absolutely outstanding in terms of the family yeah. calling in and making the comments. I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's a lot of good information. No doubt about it. Better love, family. Better love. You can contact me at MCC. Yeah, you can contact me at MCCRAYR9599 at yahoo.com. And if you want to uh, help Dr. Robert X with his research, you can go to GoFundMe at Dr. Robert X. And thank you, and I appreciate it. All right. Thank you, you Dr. Robert X. Okay, thank you, family, for listening. Join us again next week.
University of Maryland Global Campus has been serving the military in Maryland and around the world for more than 70 years and online for over 20 years. UMGC offers more than 90 programs and specializations in career-relevant fields, transfer credits, no-cost digital materials replacing most textbooks, and scholarships for those who qualify. Speak with our dedicated military and veteran advisors who can help you find the right degree for your career path. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV. 
Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.